Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you searching for the best in online black radio? Then go to BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. Helping you filter through the noise. Real talk. Black talk. them kids in school. You ever know them dudes that get mad in the motherfucker, right? You be talking about, uh, say, black boy. Say, man. <laughs> what you mean, black? Baby, I'm colored. <laughs> I don't play that shit. <laughs> well, my parents was like that, you know, because in my neighborhood, you know, shit, you know, really nice shit, you know. Uh, black is beautiful. Remember the essence of life. We are people of the universe, and life is beautiful. My parents go, that nigga crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love to go to the meetings, though. When you get down, I got ultra black for a while. No, I did. I got down into it. I was into it. I'd go to meetings and shit. And brothers would be rapping. I never knew what they were saying, though. But the brothers would be having emotion. You see, the transitionalization within the imperialist society has represented a cause whereas we can entangle and understand the mass procedure. Now, you may not dig this, bro, but dig this. The first thing you got to know is about eating pork. Now, you eat a piece of pork, you don't realize the subtifications of this individuality's prospect. What the man trying to lay on you through porkitis, you will not understand <laughs> because the trichinosis of your mind would not relinquish the thought of individuality. You know what I mean? So therefore, you must assimilate within the functional society, not the society, but the us society, because without the S, it's no us. And while we must manipulate ourselves through a transitionalized form in order to catch a woundness that a black child can be born for forthwith, individual and not. <laughs> Context of white supremacy. Gus T. Renegade in for another broadcast, hopefully to share constructive information on the system of white supremacy. Today's date. Thursday, May 14, 2020. So I have been told this is our sixth book study. Dr. Layla Africa's The Nutritional Destruction of Black People, uh, also called Nutricide, also called Nutritional Destruction of the Black Race. I will point that out. I don't think any of the other books, we've had our book club for almost a decade. I believe this might be the only book where the title has been changed repeatedly throughout the years as it has been edited and republished. I can't think of any other book that we have read on our book club where the title of the book has changed repeatedly, not just once or, you know, a change to the subtitle or anything, but I mean, the actual title of the book has changed repeatedly, like more than twice over the years. 
could be significant or not. Not that, you know, there's a law against changing the title uh, of a book. Uh, if the author chooses to do so, they certainly can, you know, can do that. Uh, I'm just pointing it out in the context of I have said for a number of weeks that this book is in the running for the worst book ever. Conclusive. No more uh, debate worst book ever it has supplanted black love is a revolutionary act a part of that i've said consistently at least black love is a revolutionary act is not as poorly edited as this book this book is really poorly edited even to be at its you know third fourth edition and i'm saying that as the narrator because it has made it difficult for me to narrate the book at time uh at times because uh there are typos uh and errors in the printing of the text so sometimes it makes it difficult to read uh you have to pause there have been times where i've actually had to correct uh, a word or something uh this week uh i think the spelling may have been the word may have been intended to be ma'at m-a-a-t but mat m-a-t is the word that's there and I wasn't sure I was in the position of having to guess now, do they mean Matt? Do they mean Ma'at? Do they mean another word? You know, completely mate could have been, you know, lots of words. Um, but yeah, I don't recall that being in black love as a revolutionary act. That's just one component, the poor editing, but there are many components. Uh, I can only again, uh, remind folks, uh, this is not in any way, uh, intended to be something to disparage, uh, the late, Dr. Africa. Again, we had folks who talked about he did great work with them personally and helped them correct some of their health problems and get them away from being pre-diabetic and hypertension and all of that. That is spectacular. Same thing I said last week and the week before. We need more of that. People who have quality information about health and how we can improve our diet. So we are not ending up in the clutches of medical apartheid. That is spectacular. More of that, more of that, more of that. That being said, uh, this book, not talking about Dr. Africa personally, this book, what I've said consistently, we've read more than 50% of it at this point. Uh, it does not have specific details about anything in particular. Uh, it just kind of jumps around and we'll see a lot more of that this week. In addition to the name calling and all the rest of it, just has not been enjoyable uh, for Gus T. Uh, it really has been slogging through uh, for me. The worst book ever. That's it. We will get started. If you can pay attention and be on the lookout for nutritional information, because that's why we're reading this book. Just as a reminder, if folks are new tuning in or what have you, we're reading this book so-called COVID-19 crisis. They said obesity and all these diet related health issues are related to black people having a real problem with this virus in the United States over representation in terms of the number of deaths and what have you. Hey, let's read something where we can be more informed about our food choices. This is not the book I would choose to improve your food choices. But we'll continue. Dr. Layla O. Africa, The Nutritional Destruction of Black People, Context of White Supremacy, Audio Segment 1. Growth and Development of Infants, 
The African baby natural development of the mind, spirit, and body is suppressed. It is forcefully retarded, twisted, distorted, and perverted by subjection the child to the very slow Caucasian growth and development standards. African babies who have parents that follow Afrocentric standards, ethnomedicine, and a natural African diet have children who develop and grow quickly. This is also related to melanin's effect on the body. The African baby at birth can make eye contact, sit up, smile, and can intellectually participate in life. Its neurohormonal development is complete at 12 years of age. Caucasians retarded adult growth is not complete until ages 18 to 21. Consequently, the African is forced to depress its naturally accelerated holistic growth. This causes subclinical physical and mental illness, emotional reactions to suppression, intellectually antagonistic reactions, which result in decreased nutrient metabolism, ill bonding with parents, family and ancestors and a weak immune system, forcing the baby and child to follow Caucasian health standards and a junk food diet is ethnomedical racism. This results in development and growth constipation, the amount of damage done to African children and adults by this type of white racism is beyond estimate. It is reflected in school dropout, juvenile jails, crimes, drug addiction, violence, broken homes, learning problems, diseases, psychological genocide, and nutricide. The African baby at birth is able to consciously make social contact with its parents. African babies can sit erect, respond to, and know least three to six years behind in growth and development. In other words, they raise an eagle bird to believe that it is a chicken. This constipates the African child's growth and development and makes them easier servants to white supremacy. Also, it helps Caucasians to destroy the family and relationships. Consequently, any threat to unify and mobilize is directly defeated by white racism. Works by the following authors can be resource for growth and development, melanin, nutrition, and bonding. Melanin protective intoxicant capabilities in the black human and its influence on human behavior by Carol Barnes is a three volume work. All volumes are recommended. Magical Child Rediscovering Nature's Plan for Our Children by J.C. Pierce. Magical Dilemma of Victor Nurberg by Overton Fuller. Diet Crime and Delinquency by A. Schaus. Infancy in Uganda by Mary Ainsworth, Ethnological Studies of Child Behavior by Burton Jones, Biological Rhythms in Human and Animal Physiology by Gay Gare Luce, Specific Health Standards for Pre-Adolescent Children of Three Races by Wingard, Solomon, and Shea, Problems in the Nutritional Assessment of Black Individuals by S. Garn and D. Clark. Functional ability. The functional ability of the African child develops faster than in other races. If the child's parents and the child itself are on a natural food diet, herbal medicine, and the child is breastfed, then the holistic effect of bonding will accelerate its biological chemical functions. Generally, the functions of the African child start decreasing in the absence of bonding and from the impact of Caucasian junk food. The longer the duration of nutricide, the more retarded the functions of the body become. Growth and Development Stages for the African Child The Caucasian Studies 
of African children scientifically validate that the African child is superior to all children of other races. African children who come from a somewhat natural foods diet without junk food addicted parents and are allowed to Afrocentrically bond with their mother have a faster growth and development rate than Caucasians. This is dietary and melanin related. African children grow and develop faster than children of other races because of their high body bodily melanin content and neurohormonal superiority. In other words, the melanin saturation of the nervous system and superior control and responsiveness of the glands that secrete fluids causes superior and faster growth and development. Further, the melanin saturated muscular structure responds fast and reacts to growth faster. The African child has the largest amount of fast twitch muscles than a child of any other race. The child's brain has the most melanin saturation and has 12 melanin centers. This allows the brain to transmit, receive, and interpret more mental information. These melanin clusters or melanin centers are sometimes called chakras. The African child's intellectual, spiritual, and extrasensory abilities are highly developed. The parent bond, especially the mother and child bond, is accomplished faster. It starts prenatally and birth is a continuation of the spirit, psychic, mental, electromagnetic, and biochemical bond. Therefore, the African baby who has parents who eat natural foods and is breastfed will mature faster. However, an African child will be Afrocentrically retarded when the parents eat anti-melanin Caucasian junk food, cooked foods, and meat. This junk diet holistically, body, mind, and spirit forces the child to follow the retarded growth and development of Caucasians. This nutritional restraint causes the child to follow a path of nutricide and menticide. The Caucasian synthetic diet stops melanin from being recycled and constipates the child. This results in the brain, organs, nerves, pineal gland, and muscles constantly floating in liquid manure called mucus. The African child's reaction to this Caucasian nutritional poisoning is usually misinterpreted as behavioral problems, genetic violence, learning problems, attention span deficit, disease, or hyperactivity. The child's natural self-defense responses are erroneously called physical or mental disease. The physiological fact of the matter is the child's entire body is trying to fight against the nutricide. Stages of Growth and Development Birth through two years At birth is holistically aware of itself, parents, and fully in contact with environment. Synchronizes mouth and body to mother at a slower, usually unnoticeable pace. Sensory and motor coordination uses reasoning, logic, and memory, has ability to respond to slightest variation in environment, places aesthetic values on objects, can be toilet trained before six months of age, enjoys rhythm, games, and activities, feels safe when on a schedule, routine, rhythmic lifestyle, two years old, responds to verbal instructions, enjoys intellectual games, will laugh at logic, substitute jokes, likes to challenge environment, improvise and create different variables, forgets tasks or ideas not in the here and now, politically manipulates and controls environment and others. Three to four years old, 
social skills become complicated, extrasensory and psychic abilities increase, has increased vocabulary to apply to child's logic, does not have vocabulary with adult logic and usage, corpus colostrum completes growth, can mix right mind into verbal and listening vocabulary, focuses on the concrete and not the abstract. Five to seven years old, enjoys cultural learning with tools, numbers, trance, spiritualism, and dance. Likes to apply learning to activity immediately. Samples intellectual ideas and acts or reacts to them in play or fantasy. Development of world view. Sees adult world as play of adults and plays at adult work, customs, behavior, rituals, and logic. Likes to disassemble adult ideas, artifacts, gadgets, or toys made by adults. Transitional bond from parent to include culture. Concrete thinking decreases in utilization and imaginative thinking increases. Thinking becomes action. Able to reverse reality. Seven to nine years old. Natural cycles of mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, and psychic energies acquires cultural meanings of adult. Spirit world increases in awareness and may have visits by deceased ancestors, strangers, animals, and objects. Seeks clarity about white racism. Challenges reality within self. 9 to 11 years old. Selective about types of fantasy, trance topics, and play reality. Separates word from word meaning. Uses mind powers more. If the child can mentally balance a table with two legs missing, then the power to enter a different reality is possible. Experiences other experiences. Growth and development through a child's eyes. The African child's growth and development of spirit, body, and mind have noticeable changes at different ages. However, these changes at different ages are interpreted and defined by adult logic. This is a mistake that causes a negative effect upon truly helping to bond with the child. The child has to be accepted on its own terms, in its own language, and by its own holistic feelings. Children do not conceptualize or feel abrupt changes at each stage of holistic growth and development because nature has had over a billion years to smoothly perfect the continuous transitions of growth. Abrupt growth spurts in anatomy, spirit, or mind are usually caused by junk food diets, physical traumas, disease, drugs, and or damaged bonding between parent and child. The child comes from a spirit world where energy is energy and can freely transform into different forms. For example, the chromosome of the male is Y and is carried to the uterus upon ejaculating sperm, which fertilizes the egg in the fallopian tube. The chromosome of the woman is X. The XY chromosomes unite causing fertilization and conception of a boy. If the XX chromosomes unite, a girl is conceived. However, these chromosomes are simply energy and do not possess a gender or sexuality of their own. 
in about six to eight weeks during fetal life, the XY chromosome can change to an XX pair. In other words, the slow-moving, long-living Y chromosome with a missing leg grows another leg and becomes an X chromosome. The Y energy is simply spirit energy that is free to change. Incidentally, a change of this sort causes the girl to be born with emotional and mental imbalances and to have sexual confusion. Energy is energy and free to transform. The child comes from an undifferentiated energy state called spirit. Consequently, the child's spirit must adjust to a differentiated world, a world where energy is concrete and fixed in a state of existence. For example, an apple is an apple and different from a grape. The child tends to touch, hear, smell, taste, and see objects, events, and people in a concrete manner. The child understands that the doctor's bill is simply a doctor whose name is Bill. This is concrete thinking. An adult understands the doctor bill to mean a financial charge for services. This is abstract thinking. Once the child has fixed or associates a concrete property to an object, event, or person, it then can abstract it. Then, after the child makes changes and variations, it can see the spirit content of the object, event, or person once again. This completes the cycle of an object, event, activity, task, or concept that a child subjects all things to that enter its mind. A complete cycle allows the child to see activities, tasks, or an event in time rather than on time. The African child performs tasks in time while the adult may come to social events in time. This is negatively called colored people's time. The African child's mind is spiritual, physical, and mental. The brain is a physical structure that operates with chemical and electrical energy. It has electromagnetic melanin centers and is melanin saturated within all its cells. The brain's ventricles are filled with continuously moving electromagnetic cerebral spinal fluid. The brain has a force field that physically resembles a galaxy. This galaxy looks like a cloud and hovers above the pineal gland and hypothalamus in the third ventricle. Historically, the ancient Africans called the fluid-filled ventricles holy waters to denote their spirituality. The twelve melanin centers have properties similar to the twelve signs of the zodiac. Information, ideas, data, and energy are processed through the brain and translated by the mind. The mind is partially in the body and partially outside the brain and body. When the mind needs past, present, or future information, it gets it from melanin and processes it through the chemical and electrical reactions of brain cells and calls it intelligence. Melanin allows the mind to be a part of all things and in all places. Melanin bonds all Africans in the seen and unseen worlds. They are genetically bonded to ancestors and unborn children and aware of the slightest changes in the present and future of the galaxy. Plants, waters, earth, animals, weather, and climates are spiritualized and are united with the earth's intelligence. Melanin allows the child's spirit, body, and mind to be in unity and harmoniously synchronized. However, the African child should have parents who are spiritualized on a natural foods diet and had been breastfed and bonded with their parents. If this is not possible, then the child must have parents who have taken bonding remedies. Bonding would help 
help to eliminate confusion on how and why the mind functions. Melanin makes the brain one functioning unit. There is no split in the brain, only areas that may have specialized functions. For example, the human eyes have a specialized function but are not split or separate from the body. Without the body, the eyes have no purpose. The mind sees while the eyes merely absorb stimulation. The Caucasians view life, nature, and the mind as in conflict. This is superstitiously how the linear Caucasians brain primitively attempts to understand the concept of the right and left mind. Good against evil and rich against the poor. This is a symptom of the mother and child bonding damage. The mind is one. There is only consciousness. Caucasians have divided the mind into fragmented parts called subconscious, preconscious, superconscious, and unconscious. The African mind is melanated, cyclic, and rhythmic. It takes rhythm to understand and operate the mind. Melanin albinos do not have enough rhythm to understand or attempt to perform a few simple dance steps. It is a total mistake to refer to or rely upon Caucasian psychology to do anything other than reflect the disease state of their white supremacy psychosis. They are bond damaged and nutritionally delinquent. The African child's spiritualized thinking does not depend on memory or the content of ideas. The mind reflects its own unique growth and development as well as its harmonious synchronized growth unity with the emotions spirit and body a bonded African child's growth has been overlooked and the Caucasian child's growth and development have been racistly forced upon the African child this has caused bonding damage and the perpetuation of white supremacy Africans following the growth and development unique to the African child further Africanity and create a child who is a change agent. This child will not compromise freedom or Afrocentric learning. Learning is a cyclic process. There are basically three progressions to learning. The first stage, a new idea is introduced to the child. The child translates the idea from adult logic to children's logic. During the second stage, the new idea is experimentally learned. In the third stage, the child transposes an idea and treats the idea as if it were a toy and uses variations on the new idea either in play or in fantasy. The child uses its own language to coordinate, define, and redefine a new idea similar to the use of sight to coordinate the senses. The child sees all of life as a symbolic property of energy. All of the child's early symbolic use is merged with self-spirit and the concrete word fantasy, play, and the parent's bond. It is important to remember that words are symbols just as letters, music, dance, fantasy, play, and bonding are symbols of energy that the senses detect. The holistic mind interprets energy for the child. However, an adult or child with a disease caused by a damaged bond can be in the acute, subacute, chronic, or degenerative stages of bonding disease. The essential way to understand bonding and bonding disease is through a child's eyes. It is the child's world as seen by them that leads to the adult world that can be seen. The child's holistic vision advances to supervision and they must be respected as little people, not little children. For example, a child given the freedom to eat any type of natural food will nutritionally balance the diet within a week. 
the adult needs to read books and take nutrition courses in order to eat a nutritionally balanced diet. A child forced to see the world with adult abstracts would eat himself into a poor health and disease. The African child has the all-seeing and all-knowing eye of Horu within, and the adult has to use the child's eyes in order to complete the adult bonding. Mentors The mentor is the key agent for nutritional wisdom and the development of the African child. Mentors are commonly called a hero, a shiro, a famous ancestor, educator, athlete, social activist, freedom fighter, scientist, relative, or any significant person. Mentors not only serve as role models, but also have three primary functions. First, the mentor is a coach that encourages the child's highest good. Secondly, the mentor is a tutor that instructs in the use of rules or theories as they apply to their ability. Finally, a mentor is a counselor. Matt gives guidance on the quality of life needed for that ability. Ability has a broad meaning and includes talent, career, aspiration, family life, community life, business development, leadership, and the child's individual concerns. An education is the primary expression of Matt ability. The origin of mentor demonstrates its significance in family-centered African life. Mentors have a long history in African-American heritage and culture. Mentor in Greek means divine teacher. In African civilizations such as Kush, Ethiopia, Nubia, and Egypt, it is explained in mythology. The mythological god named Osiris was a great ruler. Before Osiris was born, the world had no order. There were no buildings and life was crude. Osiris left his country to travel all over the world to teach the laws of cycles, order, proper worship, and technology. In his absence from his children, a highly developed person was chosen to teach his son, Horus, the laws of man, God, universe, science, ethics, nutrition, agriculture, and holistic health. The person chosen was named Thoth. Thoth was a god in charge of the written laws of Ma'at. Thoth taught Ma'at to Horus. Ma'at is morals, righteousness, ethics, truth, and justice, which includes the divine image of humans, perfection, teachability, free will of humans, and also moral practice in human development. Ma'at, Thoth, is also represented by Kabbalah, Caduceus, Mankala, or Ankh, which means tree of life. The tree of life is symbolic of the utilization of 12 melanin centers of the brain, the 12 cranial nerves, the 12 steps of Jacob's ladder, the 12 steps on the God shuns stairs and the 12 principles of Matutu or the 12 cyclic degrees of the Zodiac. These 12 steps plus the sun God equal number 13. The rites of passage of growth and development are degrees, which are called the mystery system and are taught by mentors. The mentor is basically responsible for the fruit of the tree of life and is part of the African-American extended family. Sometimes the principles or steps are combined, such as the seven principles of Kwanzaa or the seven halls of Osiris, or they can be reduced to three steps or levels. For example, the mystery steps could be one mortal. In this step, there is no inner vision and the person learns how to holistically care for his family centered life. 2. Intelligence. In this step, the person receives mind or consciousness and attains inner vision and 3. Creator or sons of light or enlightenment or endarkenment 
In this step, the person becomes united with the light of God and receives supervision. Mentors and ma'at can be used to combat nutricide. Male and female communication for family ma'at. Energy is processed differently by the female and male. When the female is in the feeling stage, the male is in the thinking stage. When the male is in the thinking stage, the female is in the feeling stage. In order to avoid conflicts, arguments, or confusion in talking, translation is needed between the different stages. The purpose of communication is to create more harmony, balance, justice, peace. If the conversation is not serving ma'at, stop talking. Grease the oils, lotions, creams, moisturizers, softeners, powders, bleaching creams, rejuvenators, sheep fat, and other assorted concoctions do not allow the skin to breathe and clog the pores. It is basically harmful for babies, children, and adults. It eventually is absorbed into the blood. Cosmetic chemical companies solely interested in profit ignorantly advise the greasing and oiling of the baby's skin. It is the same greased baby that grows to adulthood and greases its body for whatever reason the synthetic chemical companies advertisements says the grease concoctions feel smooth when touched because the hand slides over the oiled skin the skin remains unchanged because skin is nourished and made smooth because of what is eaten not what is put on skin oddly enough the upper layer of skin is dead and cannot utilize the grease concoction the chemicals can be fabric like softeners bleach hydrogenated fat which destroy bodily nutrients and weaken the body the caucasian custom of greasing their skin has nothing to do with health in fact it is mostly steeped in superstition during the many plagues in Europe, it was believed that open skin pores allowed diseases to enter the body. Consequently, they stopped bathing with water and started using animal grease to bathe their skin. They used cooked sheep fat, which was believed to be good for the skin because sheep have curly fur. Today, Caucasians use lanolin in many of their skincare products based on this ignorant superstition. In the 1600s, Europeans used protective alcohol spirit water to bathe babies and protect them from evil diseases. This resulted in inflamed eyes and skin and severe pain in babies. Many concoctions were used, even blood, combined with superstitious ceremonies. Today, remnants of the ritual still exist as a grease cleansing is followed by a spirit mask, then followed with a holy water rinse or a skin peel, then another greasing. The ancient Greeks used salt, the biblical Hebrews used salt, and Saronis and Ephesus used salt and honey. The Ice Age Caucasian mentality led the Britons, Scythians, Germans, Russians, and Greenlanders to use ice or snow to bathe newborn babies. This damaged the baby's skin and was an emotionally and mentally abusive act. In ancient Africa, warm water was used to bathe babies. In fact, most races of color use warm water such as the natives of Pitcairn's Island or the Anarchanian natives of South America. Today the Caucasians add synthetic chemicals, antiseptics, and dyes to baby grease. When grease is mixed with water, it is called a lotion. Basically, lotions are emulsified grease floating in water. 
the antiseptic lotions kill germs and also irritate the sensitive skin of the baby. Fossil oils destroy oil-soluble nutrients such as vitamins A, D, E, and K in the skin and dry it. They cause the skin to peel and chafe and rob it of nutrients. Aside from this, the oil and grease concoctions are absorbed into the blood and find their way to the brain. The hospitals grease babies because they do not have time to change their diapers. It is an economic convenience. A gentle massage on the baby's body would help the skin to release its own natural oils. Aside from this, massage is is beneficial for the baby's intelligence and emotional well-being. Good hygiene is all the baby or an adult needs for skin. Keep it clean. In the case of fat bloated babies, the layers of fat and folded fat should be kept clean. Greasing baby like an automobile or metal motor is a way to avoid keeping the baby clean. It is a chemical solution to break the parental bond. In African bonding, the mother can sense when the child has to urinate. When the child needs to urinate, the mother lowers the child to a squatted position and the child urinates. Soon the child learns to signal and attempts to get a squatting position so it can urinate. The Africans do not need diapers or to grease the baby. A child on a raw food diet would not have slimy paste gooey manure so toilet paper would not be needed. Greasing toilet paper and diapers are symptoms of a sick Caucasian race. They denote psychotic fear and have destroyed the mother and child bond. The causes of dysfunctional family and mental illness. They try to cover this mental illness with cow's milk, toilet paper, diapers and grease. In fact the Caucasians abnormal fear and behavior is forced upon Africa as normal along with nutricide. Caucasians superstitiously have a fear of the weather. This is understandable considering their ice age heritage with earthquakes, loud thunder, floods, landslides, huge boulders moving, animals constantly running, food shortages, starvation, diseases, cannibalism, rape, dysfunctional families, no education and no water supply, all of which the Caucasians associate with the weather. They fear the weather, fear God, fear nature and fear each other. In fear of the weather, they overdress babies. Babies should be dressed for the type of weather. In the summer, lightweight and light-colored clothes. In the winter, the home's temperature should be between 75 and 80 degrees. Summer clothes should be put on the baby while indoors. If going outside in the winter cold, then winter clothes should be worn. Skin rashes are usually caused by putting on too much clothing which results in sweating. The wearing of synthetic clothes can stop air circulation, resulting in sweating and rashes. Tight underwear worn by men and women can cause sweating and fungus growth. It must be noted that the long gowns and full-length clothing of African women and men may appear hot. However, when walking, the clothing creates a type of air conditioning and causes cool air to circulate over the body. The fully clothed African garments are actually cooling. They help to prevent dehydration. If keeping the body clean and dry is done, then there is no need for antiseptic soap, medicated concoctions, boric acid, starch powder, talcum powder, vinegar, oatmeal, or bran baths, greasy, oily, lubricated wipes, and other Caucasian superstitious substitutes for good hygiene using babies as toys. The African adult can abuse babies by overhandling them. This can occur because babies are abused by being used for entertainment. A baby should not be used to get a laugh 
or physically manipulated to give reactions. Adults laugh at babies' reactions to stimuli such as sounds, light touch, or muscle manipulations. Adults assume these human responses are cute as they make the baby perform circus tricks like a clown or a pet dog. Babies placed in the center of an adult's attention are being abused. Babies put on display like a store window mannequin while adults stare at them commenting on their physical features and personalities is holistically harmful then added to this many toys plastic gadgets stuffed animals plastic nipples bottled milk and noise making devices are put in their faces or hands the baby is treated like it is a toy and talked to in caucasian mumbled no syllable words while it is being passed back and forward and around the room like a remote control device or a computer game aside from this the baby is is forced to endure loud talking, bright anti-melanin artificial light, loud music, loud laughter, and disturbed rest sleep periods. African babies with their immature immune systems are subjected to the adult's synthetic and or non-synthetic germs and bacteria. Usually the African family members are the only ones allowed to hold the baby. During the first few days after birth, only the mother handles the baby as bonding is taking place. A child subjected to weird vibrations and unholistic emotions of strangers is actually being abused. The baby is a gift from God who deserves the highest good and cleansed spirits in its presence. The continuous display of babies as the center of attention can cause them to be self-centered and egotistic. They become conditioned to think that other people or gadgets must entertain them. They also begin to develop the idea that the absence of entertainment brings boredom. The baby gets accustomed to thinking that amputated animals, parts and stuffed beasts or people are fun and normal. They are given an amputated Mr. Potato Head or a rubber amputated breasts nipple pacifier or a deformed animal face, etc. Eventually, they grow up and accept amputated mannequin body parts in store windows or in store displays in stores on display there will be an amputated human head amputated breast or a body with only the hips and thighs the baby is conditioned to accept the mutilation of the human as part of normal life mutilated human mannequins and toys are associated with fun that gives the self or ego pleasure it is a crazy mixture of human and animal mutilations and amputations and fun that the child gets conditioned to the destruction of other is viewed as part of getting attention and pleasure. This, along with sexual abuse from watching R-rated movies, music videos, nutricide, and violent films, is damaging. Toys, especially Caucasian toys, present a mixture of something to love, destroy, and to have fun with. Silent Guilt Caucasian Women the Caucasian woman is a powerful force in Nutricide. The Caucasian media does not openly show the Caucasian woman's participation in Nutricide, so it is silent. She is as guilty of white supremacy as the Caucasian man. She inherits the wealth exploited from Africans from her family or deceased male. She controls the major stocks in the junk food, medicine, and drug companies. Caucasian women dominate Caucasian civilization as there are over 600 million women per 300 million men. The Caucasian woman is the controlling and dominating labor force in the public schools, teaching profession, nurses, cookbook and fairy tale writers in these positions she pushes junk foods cooked foods and toxic poisonous medicine to african children historically the caucasian woman made prisoners of war 
breastfeed her babies. She raped and helped her Caucasian men to rape African women, children, and men. She used African women as homosexual toys and African men as sex toys aside from preparing slaves' flesh in culinary dishes for Caucasian cannibalistic meals and rituals. Further, the Caucasian woman educated or indoctrinated Caucasian boys and girls to be white supremacists. Additionally, she controlled and acted as manager of slave plantations while her husband was away on trips. She also worked in machine factories during world wars. Her labor helped to exploit, destroy, and or kill African Americans. Additionally, the Caucasian woman still works in junk food factories that make synthetic foods for nutricide. She directly and indirectly promotes herself as the symbol of beauty and culture by inferiorizing Africans, the white woman as a symbol of the highest form of beauty and sexuality for the black woman and man is a mixture of deeply embedded homosexuality. She wears clothes that have sexual connotations. The high heel shoes she wears are symbols of perverted sex. The heel on the Caucasian high heel shoe is symbolically a long erect penis. Historically, the long pointed toe on the Caucasian shoe represents an erect penis. The pointed leather toe was stuck into the vagina and or anus for sexual masturbation. They were erotic decorations and jewelry for the penis like toe of the shoe. She basically dresses in the clothing of an ancient Caucasian man. The white woman is physically created by her father and mother. Therefore, she is half man and half woman with a dominant physical expression of a female. However, she carries within her the subdominant traces of the mental, emotional, sexual and physical characteristics of a white man. In the black man's act of sexual intercourse with a white woman, a subtle form of mental illness and dysfunctionality exists. The black man may not be consciously having sex with the white woman, but he is also subconsciously having sex with the white man. The black man can be having sex with the white woman in order to satisfy his need to be loved, nurtured, raped, sodomized, protected, and or possessed by the white man. If the black man is having sex with the white woman, what is he doing emotionally with the white man within the white woman? He is in a homosexual relationship with the white man through the sex act with the white woman. He psychologically becomes the white man's homosexual nigger boy the black man in the act of sex with the white woman or homosexual act with man is a boy the white persons in this white supremacy dominated world controls all rewards and punishments via their military money schools media capitals resources and stolen african lands therefore they are the adults and all black men and women are their children Consequently, in the black-white sexual act, whites are adults and blacks are the child. A black person that has sexual intercourse with a white woman is satisfying a psychotic dysfunctional desire to be loved by the white man. It is a cowardly act. Instead of picking up a gun and destroying his white enemy, the black man picks up his penis and mentally destroys himself. His sexual intercourse with the white woman is a form of self-hatred. This type of sex shows that he hates the image of the black woman, which means he hates the female part of himself. Thus, he hates himself. The black man that has sex with a black woman is practicing ma'at and spiritually uniting himself with God. Sex is a political, social and spiritual language of a culture. It is not simply a physical, reproductive or regenerative activity. African sexuality is a holistic cultural language that Africans use to serve ma'at. A black person having sex with 
with a white person is emotionally masturbating a dysfunctional ingredient in the mind. A dysfunctional African is one that is not free to participate African culture at all times and in all situations. You, your family, and your culture, and the continent of Africa has to be free of white domination and able to defend itself and attack its enemies in order to be holistically healthy, functional, and free. Therefore, any sex with a white woman merely represents another form of African dysfunctionality. The crazy, sick part of the black man and white woman's sexual intercourse is that the white woman enjoys the dysfunctional social situation. She enjoys and gets a sexual thrill from the black man's sexual hatred denial of black female love and subliminal hatred of his own manhood and race she gets animalistic exotic erotic sexual arousal from his symbolic sacrifice of himself on her symbolic vagina cross he symbolically imprisons himself in the cave jail of her white vagina where he is safe from his blackness and lost in her whiteness in many ways this same sexual dysfunction occurs with the black woman that has sex with the white man added to the black woman's dysfunction is the mother principle the black woman destroys her mother principle which means she is also destroying mother africa in any case this white black sex is a way of committing spiritual suicide and african cultural castration it is often said the hand that rocks the cradle controls the civilization in other words the caucasian woman is the foundation for white supremacy and nutricide all over the world the majority of the sunday school teachers are caucasian women so she is the primary teacher of racism to her children at church and in public and private schools and colleges the caucasian woman may meekly or silently hide her guilt however she enjoys the benefits of white skin and lets the white man take the total blame for her crimes against africans the caucasian woman creates the fantasy image that the mentally and physically weakest man on this planet is the most powerful man the caucasian the caucasian woman is a companion and codependent partner in the maintenance of nutricide and will do anything that is required by any means required in order to be the supreme caucasian woman even if it means destroying the caucasian man in the process the mental illness which defends her spiritual mental and physical inferiority works as a paranoia paranoia acts on the assumptions that the mind creates added to this the caucasian woman has a phobic reaction to her own phobias combined with a melanin albinism brain that lacks enough electromagnetic charge to regenerate itself and think holistically she is by no means half guilty of white supremacy but fully guilty of the crimes she has inflicted against african peoples historically it was the caucasian woman who castrated the african man after and while they were being hung it was the caucasian woman who made african babies drink cow's milk so that her caucasian babies could drink the african woman's breast milk it was is the caucasian Caucasian woman who does not allow African children to bond. It is the Caucasian woman who teaches white supremacy and African inferiority to African children. The Caucasian woman lacks the mother instinct and does not and will not allow the African woman to use hers. The Caucasian woman in American democratic elections has the majority of votes that can control the government. 
Her inherited stock controls the major wealth of the country. She displays her lack of respect for Africans by putting her sexual immorality and spiritual perversion in television dramas called soap operas. Caucasian women have perverted nature, perverted bonding, and perverted the mother instinct in order to hold claim to white female supremacy mental illness. It is a characteristic of the Caucasian woman's mental illness to avoid being responsible for her behavior and life rather than cope with her own fantasy joy of being the supreme woman on earth she puts her feelings on her man and tries to tell africans that she is not as angry violent sexually perverted phobic paranoid devious self-centered inferior and as racist as her mate the caucasian woman has a dependent and competitive dependent relationship with her caucasian man the caucasian collective mental illness teaches them to be dependent in order to be intimate they are intimate only because neither one of them can operate white racism or nutricide without the other one of them may feel dependent upon and exploited while the other feels taken advantage of the solution to this dependency is another form of dependency called control it is similar to the left brain and right brain bonding together by the midbrain in this case the caucasian woman and man are bonded together by their mental illness which controls their relationship control is one of the paranoid phobic aspects of their mental disease Caucasians need to control Africans with diet, medicine, democracy, socialism, jails, religion, schools, jobs, drugs, food, sex, and violence. In this way, the Caucasian feels that they won't be dependent on African civilizations, science, social systems, resources, and land. In reality, Caucasians are dependent on African people's culture, God, science, resources, and land. This is an obvious contradiction because control and dependency in the mind of the mentally ill is a mixed feeling and is confusing. Within the Caucasian mental disease, it is taught that intimidation helps to confuse Africans. This is a way to be superior. Intimidation could have been learned from the Ice Age in which the weather, animals, cannibalism, food, and violence intimidated their very existence. The Caucasian woman continues to enjoy the benefits of her mental illness while she pretends to be innocent of nutricide. She uses her sexuality to sell junk food, cooked food, and medicine to Africans, at the same time creates the fantasy image that she is superior in mind and body. Her guilty behavior claims her while her white racist words indict her. She is guilty and has committed a sin against mother instinct, the instinct that says nurtures nourish and protect all children. Instead, she commits nutricide upon African children. birthmarks maternal impressions the caucasian myths and superstitions that surround birthmarks cloud their true meaning in health matters it is best to leave african health concerns to africans and leave caucasian concerns to caucasians we must learn to differentiate and separate caucasian health from african highly melanated health imperatives maternal impressions are the impact of the spirit environment people or events upon an unborn child the ancient greeks believed that a mother could make her baby a genius artist or warrior by looking at mathematics art or pictures of military battles if maternal impressions are solely mental then the impressions of chattel slavery upon africans would have produced more africans wanting to be slavers or total warriors against slavery 
The white slave master used maternal impressions to his advantage, often the mythological reason that was given for an African woman giving birth to a white baby was that it was caused by her looking at too many white clouds in the sky. Caucasian myth and superstition are guarded by religious books such as the Bible and Quran, which were rewritten by political Caucasian racists. For example, in the book of Genesis in chapter 30, verses 29 to 43, it says that placing different colors of rods in front of Jacob's cattle caused them to have stripes of various colors. There are maternal impressions that can be made by highly melanated Africans. The electromagnetic aura of mother and child has a harmonious charge. This facilitates bonding along with breastfeeding. The melanin is the bonding substance that passes through the placenta's protective barrier and communicates biochemically through the ancestral genetic pool. The baby and the mother develop a holistic language of vibrations. The parents become a vehicle of melanin-to-melanin intelligence. However, if the Caucasian junk food diet, drugs, cow's milk, cooked food, animal flesh consumption, and the absence of bonding are a part of the parent's life, no Afrocentric maternal impression can be made. The electromagnetic biochemical impression can be made with melanin as the vehicle. If the parent's diet is anti-melanin, junk food, and poisonous drugs, then the child will have a biochemical predisposition for the Caucasian diet. In other words, the child will have the maternal impression passed to it to eat like Caucasians and be prone to Caucasian diseases. Maternal instinct is basic for mother and father. A holistic maternal instinct is necessary for a maternal impression to be made. The Ice Age Caucasians have historically lacked this maternal bonding. The brutal molesting cannibalism and murdering of African ch- children <clears throat> The brutal molesting, cannibalism, and murdering of African children during colonialism and slavery are a testimonial to the lack of Caucasian maternal instinct. In ancient European Sparta, all diseased and weak babies were drowned. In the European cannibalistic history, babies and children were captured with human traps and special roasting recipes were used. In the 17th century, Caucasian babies were given molasses, castor oil, spirit water, herbs, and combinations of drugs for medical poisonous treatments of disease. The treatment for such diseases as diphtheria resulted in a death rate of close to 100%. Caucasians stay heavily invested in their myths and superstitions and not facts because of their mental illness. It is obvious that the teachings of Hippocrates regarding giving natural foods and herbal remedies to children have not been obeyed in 2,000 years of Caucasian history. This is partially related to the fact that his teachings are African and considered a religious belief rather than a hygienic fact. During the massive European famines, wars, and pestilence, medical practitioners called more babies medical practitioners killed more babies than the atrocities. Any semblance of a maternal instinct and maternal impressions were ignored. European parents continued to give toxic drugs and poisonous inoculations and vaccinations to their babies and children. While the babies were asleep in bed with their parents, they were suffocated by parents rolling on them. There were at least 20 deaths per week related to suffocation. One in seven died within the first year due to disease or starvation. Two in five died before age five and the remaining 50% died of diseases before reaching 25 years of age. These deaths do not reflect deaths caused by famine, violence, cannibalism, or wars. 
For example, at the end of World War I in France, America, and Belgium, 77 out of 1,000 babies died due to disease and nutritional slaughter. The death rate for children was higher than for soldiers, as 10 out of 1,000 American soldiers died in battle or from battle wounds. It must be noted that wild animals, babies do not die from disease but from violence. African people cannot rely on Caucasians to understand or utilize the melanated maternal instinct or the value of maternal impressions, as Caucasian history is a violation of nature. Birthmarks are usually highly melanated, darkened skin areas. Generally, the birthmark can be a spiritual signature of an ancestor, sign of a gift, or a chakra, denote a weak force or organ, enhance the vibration of a chakra, indicate a cyclic force specific to a zodiac sign, indicate an uncut attachment to a maternal force, indicate a caution or a mindset or a nutritional weakness and or a developmental emphasis for the child's rite of passage. Birthmarks on children are not necessarily from parents. Generations of ancestors' genes are carried by parents. The father's sperm and mother's egg are not solely created by them. The sperm and ova are entirely separate living melanated forms. Nature does not leave the highly biochemical and electromagnetic ancestral organisms creation up to the parents. In order to understand this God force, the birthmarks have to be viewed as God's signature. The understanding of the scientific fact that melanin does not die will help the African to accept that African parents can leave an impression on the child's melanin. This is maternal impression. The correct holistic diet, lifestyle, bonding, and breastfeeding nutritional customs must be followed in order to uplift the race. The maternal impression can be our guide again for the greatness that is all Africans' destiny. Birthmarks can act as a divine instrument for the baby's future. However, the current nutricide locks away the holistic meaning of the African's life. The Caucasian's mental illness can cause many of the trees of life, such as birthmarks, to be considered the stupid or silly thinking of a primitive African people. Once the negative effects of the Caucasian's white supremacy mental illness is in the African's mind, the African mind becomes like concrete. It is thoroughly mixed up and cemented in ignorance. A concrete Caucasian block replaces the African brain. Context of white supremacy. Concrete African brain. Took me a little while to get the microphone together. Ready to roll. Context of white supremacy. Gus T. Renegade. Uh, That is our first audio segment. Uh, I'm repulsed by this book. And I said, if you go back and listen to the first audio segment, I requested if we could get someone else to read this book because I knew Gus is going to be very salty if we have to you know keep reading this book for another two months and it continues with the name calling and all the rest of it not going to enjoy this book wow I did not enjoy this week's segment it pretty much solidified things Uh, there is no more debate worst book I've ever read Black Love is a Revolutionary Act has been supplanted. Pam should be happy. Pamela Evans Harris still missed. Uh, but man, this here book is repugnant, loathsome, heinous, reprehensible, disgusting, 
I could pull out my thesaurus and really get nasty about my thoughts on the book. No reflection on Dr. Africa, but I mean, please. Uh, we got to follow logic uh, with books. Got to follow logic. The number is 605-313-5164. The code is 564-943-POUND. Press star 61 if you would like to participate. If we have anyone in the known universe who read this book, and as a result of reading this book, they made extraordinary constructive changes to their diet, what they eat, man, that seems miraculous to me. I don't know how you would accomplish that. But if you did, please dial in. Do not be a spectator. 605-313-5164. Decode 564 nine four three pound press star six one if you would like to participate one quick thing that I will get in I was waiting for some talk about food and correct things to eat what not to eat that's why we're reading this book chitlins something and he was talking about rhythm and melanin and blah, 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 black people, colored people time, all that. Got it. Okay. So he said uh, that black people, because all of our melanin and Afrocentricality, that we uh, have rhythm. And that's how we think and process information. That's how our mind works because of the melanin. And Caucasians don't have rhythm and can't dance and you can't, you know, trust their thinking because they don't have any rhythm. Worst book ever. So I thought <clears throat> Mr. Fuller's word got because I remembered that immediately I called and asked him about this. This is way back in 2013, the summer when uh, Trayvon Martin, the murder trial took place. Uh, it was a couple of days after all that. So in his word guide, dance, it's the first word in the D section. He writes, use this word to mean any self movement of the body of a person or creature that is designed to or intend to accomplish a purpose that is either constructive or destructive. Notes. During the existence of white supremacy, racism, racist man and racist woman are the greatest, most powerful, most skillful, and most impressive dancers in the known universe. They are the proven masters of dance when compared to the non-white people of the known universe. That one gave me pause. In fact, I paused so much, I paused reading and called Mr. Fuller and said, what, what do you mean? White people, I said, he said, absolutely. Absolutely. You want to talk about system of white supremacy. If you want to think about that cartoon where they start shooting bullets, say dance. Ah, I've seen white people actually uh, do that sometimes. Dance. They put that in movies and all kinds of things. Dance. Do all that. Have a black person, you know, cut a rug, as they say. Uh, But he had much more detail. Uh, But that was the gist of it. Like, buddy, you want to talk about dance, man. What are they talking about with Ahmed Arbery? We can make you dance all kinds of ways, buddy. Just contrasting. That's what I mean. Got to follow logic. Either things are true or they are not.
just contrasting what we heard from Dr. Africa what Mr. Fuller suggests I'm told that these two victims uh, did lectures together you know BGQ just following logic for the text uh, is there anything else I was going to I'll get in our one comment from a listener if we have anyone who is aware of the African Liberation Army please make sure that you do not spectate I have looked I have asked repeatedly no one said anything about the African Liberation Army so you know if we do have anybody who could give us an update or more detail it would still be appreciated alrighty Investor wrote in, greetings Gus. Number one, the section growth and development stages for the African child is structurally similar to the work of the racist suspect Piaget, uh, 1896 to 1980, whose work is considered foundational in the field of child psychology. Given that Dr. Africa was trained in and practiced psychology, I wonder if he was influenced by Piaget's work. Piaget derived his conclusions solely by observing of children. Dr. Africa did not provide information on how he arrived at his conclusions. I think that's been a refrain throughout the book number two I did not understand several passages in this week's reading a few that stood out these chromosomes X and Y are simple energy and do not possess gender or sexuality on their own next quote the African child performs tasks in time while the adult may come to social events in time this is negatively called colored people time just talked about that gotta follow logic number three quote the the child sees all life as symbolic property of energy saying he did not understand any of these passages and again what I've said throughout I feel like he talks about so many different things much of it that has nothing to do with food and there's no real detail he will you know say these things the child sees all symbolic sees all life as a symbolic property of energy that's quite a bit People could write a whole book about that, in fact. Some people do write entire books about child development. Not one paragraph, and then we just move back on to our Africanality and all the rest of it. Number three, a divine mess section. The text states... Oh, get that far? Might have to stop. I don't know if we got that far. Let me look. We didn't get that far. Stop right there. So we'll pick back up when we get to the next audio section, which was not uh, much better for me. Anyway... Uh, that's half of our listeners commentary we'll get the other half once the second audio segment uh, concludes it is kind of short because I just man it was really repulsive reading this week's section like wow this was uh, this is I think the, the most difficult week for me like in terms of when I was saying like we should just stop this book and read something else like ooh we as close as I've ever been to saying uh, no mas throwing in the towel, waving the white flag, I surrender, I'm tapping out, I cannot, which would be unprecedented for the book club to say, man, I am so disgusted with this, I do not want to read anymore, but we are here. We will see if we can slog through it, but woo, absolutely disgusting. And yeah, I could talk for a long time, I'll get my thoughts in later uh folks who dialed in 605-313-5164 the code 564-943 pound press star 61 if we have anybody who can help 
with those sections uh, that our listener who wrote in said he did not understand about color people time and symbolic property of energy. If you could help out, maybe that would be great. Anyone who knows anything about the African Liberation Army. That would be great. Uh, Anyone who can say truthfully, hey, I've read this book already or I've been listening to you muddle through this book and I have learned a lot. I have adjusted my diet in this way and that way. I've learned so much. It has really made me rethink much of how I go about uh, my diet, my meals, my food preparation and, and what I even think of as food. If we have that voice out there, then please share. Worst book ever. Uh, let's see. Folks who dialed in with a hand up, line should be open. Can I? Yeah, can I be heard? Caller in New Jersey, yes, sir. Um, hey, Gus. Um, I'm I'm trying to catch up. I'm a little behind, um, but um, I've I've caught up on uh, some of the programs. Um, I mean, some of the um, the book read. Um, as far as the Black Liberation Army, um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and somebody can come correct me. Um, would that be attributed to like the Solar Dad brothers, like George Jackson? And if, if it is, I mean, that's a group of men who were in prison. So I don't, I'm not sure, you know, how, um, you know, people that are in prison could be classified um, as an army. So somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, you know, but from, from what I've read, that's is that's what I've uh, um, vaguely read about um, the Black Liberation Army. Um, a lot of um, black men who are who are incarcerated, who are classified as uh, political prisoners. Um, he said some things, and um, you know, because I listened to some of your commentary, so I had to really just listen because I didn't really want to be influenced by um your dislike of the book so uh i listen so he says um he speaks about uh white people fear weather and um i'm assuming that's because of the harsh climates in europe um i'm, I'm assuming that um in the past because i mean we even have some people that i've heard on this show and um, other people who give white people credit um, to be manipulating the weather as we speak today. Uh, There's conspiracies of um, weather machines and chemtrails, so um, fear of weather. I mean, I don't know um, how helpful that'll be, um, how helpful that information will be today. Um, white women are guilty um, of racism and upholding um, um, racist values. I, I believe that to be true. Um, in one passage, he says, uh, classified black men as childlike. Um, Millie Fuller has also um, alluded to that. Um, he says something, and I'm not, I'm not real sure the context, um, if I can remember, because I was trying to write things down. But saying how women are, are like uh, dysfunctional, uh, spirit, um, spiritual suicide, or 
even at the expense of destroying white men. I, I thought about the Me Too movement. So, you know, I was just trying to keep, like, just pick up on things that, um, you know, I did agree with. Um, my cold, um, there's a lot of um, romanticizing and this uh, utopic um, Africa from the past. Um, you know, when I read books like that and I'm still learning, I'm just trying to find some, some, um, something constructive that I can use from that. But there's a lot of that. There's a lot of this uh, utopic uh, ancient Africa, um, you know, the power of melanin. And um, I must say, today, I, I just, you know, and, and correct me in my wrong, I'm still learning. I, right now, I just really find no use for that um, in today's current, our current situation today. You know, so... Um, yeah, but I'm a, I'm a, I have to catch up, so I'm going to continue listening. But those are some of the things that uh, I, I basically jotted down as I was, uh, as I was listening. And also, I'm, I'm still trying to listen to basically what foods, you know, we should eat, shouldn't eat. Um, it, it's it's uh, The book seems to be more um, metaphysical. Um, from a metaphysics kind of um, um, breakdown of um, the African diet. So, you know, that's that's kind of what I'm getting out of. You know, and I'll, I'll um, save some more commentary from, uh, for later. Much obliged caller in New Jersey. Dag Nabbit, they just on the compensatory call in this weekend. Irie in New Orleans, when in Louisiana, uh, was saying that the weather it was forty degrees and it's springtime. We're in the middle of May. Certainly in Louisiana, it should be warm and it's forty degrees. She said it messed up the crowd. She said they're messing over the weather. White people. She said they're messing over the weather. She didn't say they're around here. They're terrified. They're afraid. They're cowering. Forget the Rona. They're you know afraid of the weather she didn't say that she said white people are manipulating the weather excellent point and that's been said many 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 times i think m hondisi had just said that as well that they're manipulating the weather in kentucky using the chemtrails making it so that it won't be warm outside that doesn't sound like they are afraid of the weather the uh now the black liberation army now in the book he said African Liberation Army specifically. Now, he does use black and African interchangeably. So maybe that's what he meant. Black Liberation Army. If that's what he meant, that's even more embarrassing. Because the Black Liberation Army, uh, it's listed online as only being in existence until 1981. Now, he was making a comparison between the current United States armed forces and the African Liberation Army so if he was talking about the Black Liberation Army how are you talking about a small band of black people that has now been disbanded that was brutalized by race soldiers long ago to the point that the group is now defunct or in jail or whatever you want to call it as you said prisoners how is that compared to the U.S. Army 
that's what I mean by we got to be logical. We can't be making goofy comparisons and romanticizing melanin or the continent of African or Afro canality and all the rest of it. I mean, that's just come on. It's 2020, man. Even in, you know, 1980, it would have still been the same thing. Use logic. Uh, Other folks that are with us think retired firefighters should be there. Yes. Greetings. Uh, I am uh, hearing more of the same that I've heard in the prior, what is it, three, three, four weeks. Uh, I'm trying to uh, solidify a uh, a uh, uh, practice uh, a, a consistency uh, of what how the book is put together. Uh, we had the assumption that the talk was going to be uh, primarily uh, on foods, what to it, what to uh, put into your mouth, what you should not put into your mouth and assuming some explanations on why of e- either side. But actually the, the book is more or less, I'm, I'm assuming the doctor is, is uh, basically uh, describing his thoughts of the total, the total, uh, I'll use his words, African person. And at the same time, giving us his understanding of the total, I'm going to use his words, we use his words also, the total European person or Caucasian. He's used that word also. I'm assuming, I'm assuming, and I can only assume uh, because I don't use the terminology. Uh, I'm assuming that both Caucasian and European is the same thing. And I can only guess that he is talking about white people. Uh, and in the individual descriptions of those two uh, opposing categories, uh, the African uh, has a very uh, formidable and excellent background of achievement, of science, of well-being, and uh, there is absolutely nothing uh, comparable comparable with the European and or Caucasian. But yet at the same time, the doctor uh, use, has used the term uh, racism and the practice thereof. Uh, and uh, I am not as sure, but I 
think I've heard the word at least a few times, white supremacy. If so, if that's, if he did state that, then there's a, there's a, there's a missing point on my behalf. I, I would, I would only state, well, how is somebody became supreme, but yet they are so inadequate. And with that void is what, is what I have learned to, to be interested in that, that void of what is it, what is it white people that white people do to be in the position that they're in globally and non-white people uh, do not understand it as such and or is not doing some similar things. And uh, just my thoughts, uh, uh, the, 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 the words, the three different words, African Liberation Army, in my understanding, I don't think the three words have ever been combined together that I know of. Uh, I'll just, you know, just say something on that. I've said some things on it in the past over the week when you brought it up, but I, I, I can't recall hearing the three words into one description. Uh, the closest that I, as I mentioned before, the closest I've heard to, uh, that was two of the three words. Liberation Army has been used, but the first word was Symbionese Army. So uh, I'll just challenge anybody to uh, look it up if they don't, if they've never heard of the three terms together: Symbionese Liberation Army. It does have something to do with something to do with racist white supremacy, uh, but uh, that's the closest that I've ever heard those. Uh, three words together. And uh, that's all I have to say in this first report. Well, maybe I'll say something else, but after somebody else uh, puts their part in. Thank you. Much obliged. Uh, I was in the same boat. Uh, I had never even heard that three word combination, African Liberation Army. I had heard Black Liberation Army, Symbionese Liberation Army. I think it's a few other permutations out there, but that I'd never even heard of uh, the African Liberation Army. That was why I was doubly uh, or triply perplexed. Uh, I've never even heard of this organization, one, which might just mean that I'm, you know, a no count Negro. Uh, I'm still learning. And uh, I've never heard of it. And then it's being compared to the United States military. Like, man, I think everybody in the world has heard of uh, the United States military and has some level of intelligent fear uh, that they might bomb them or do a Hiroshima or something uh, to them. I'm not. Are people like in the world in fear? You know, the African Liberation Army is going to get us, man. They will send out their military forces and bomb us to kingdom come, man. You see what they did to. I don't know. Zamunda. I don't know, <laughs> like, uh, but I'd never heard of them. So, you know, if anybody here, if you have uh, heard of them, let me know. Uh, and that sort of thing. I mean, I just have very little tolerance for that type of 
uh, nonsense in the book. I'm going to have to go back and make sure I have the exact page number uh, in case someone ever uh, calls me on it. Where is that at in the book? So I can just, bam, go right to Africanity. I found that again. I'll make sure I put the exact page number on it. So, bam, I can go right to it uh, if I ever get called on it. Anywho, uh, going to Star 6-1 if folks have any thoughts, commentary they would like to add. Uh, the notes that I took... I cannot emphasize how disgusted I am with this book. Like, we are in the middle of a global health crisis where reports say that some aspects of black people being at greater risk may be health-related. You know, we might be able to do some small things uh, to make improvements there. And that's the spirit of why we're reading this book and for it to be filled with such useless information. It's not even information. Uselessness. Nonsense rubbish get out my thesaurus i could really go to town uh so we start growth and development of infants um this is not what we're supposed to be talking about one and since there are no footnotes with what he is talking about he'll mention a book every now and then but there are no footnotes uh i do not necessarily believe what he has to say about development or any of this really because <laughs> I feel like it's just not been enough detail uh, it's not supported by anything and, and all the rest of it uh, that being said him talking about black children being more advanced from birth and for the first few months or first year or so we've heard that information before uh, Dr. Uh, Dorothy Roberts guest on the program three times uh, her third visit back in 2011 she discussed the book uh, Fatal Invention and she talked about it. I believe it's a black male in Michigan. He's done a lot of work uh, on this and apparently you don't have to be into your Afro canality and all that other nonsense. Uh, just children that are classified as black when they are born, they function faster than white children. Professor Roberts explained all of this in detail. There's lots of literature on this uh, that you can check out online. I tried to see if we get the professor as a guest on the program. It's a black male, I think. This, however, begins to wane around two or so. And she talked about that's the racism, white supremacy setting in. They've been victimized that, that whole time, even in utero. But it you know, starts to ratchet up. I'm sure food is a part of that. It starts to ratchet up and those advances start to disappear. And she said it disappears for the rest of life until you get to old age and then it resurfaces. So if you can get through that gauntlet of everything that they're going to be throwing at you, medical apartheid and neighborhood watch and Cheetos and all the rest of it. If you can get through that and you can make it to old age, oh, it resurfaces where black people are doing better when they're elderly than whites. And again, it doesn't seem to have anything to do with Afrocentricality and all the rest of it. They didn't say you had to, you know, be into all that just individuals classified as black this seems to be the general trend next uh, the mm, a lot of this just seems to promote that same notion of black people are superior because they develop faster and all the rest of it which is not true uh, or at minimum it would seem contradictory if we are in a system of racism white supremacy I'm just not into all that bragging on how cool black people are because of how much melanin we have that does not solve any problems uh, see what that'll get you in the middle of this COVID crisis I got melanin and plenty of it 
probably won't even get you a face mask. Uh, let's see, 190. Yeah, he's got all the melanin clusters and all. Again, I thought we were supposed to be talking about food and nutrition. We're not talking about that at all. Uh, let's see. The African child's intellectual, spiritual, and extrasensory abilities are highly developed. Pause right there. Where is the evidence of the extrasensory abilities? Does anybody here have extrasensory abilities? Or even what that means? That's what I mean about if you're just going to touch on all these subjects, you're just going to kind of be offering a really superficial amount of commentary on everything. And that's what this book is. That's why I say, well, that's one of the reasons why I said this is like rubbish. I'm offended to even have to invest my time in reading this. Um, but yeah, what are you, what are you even talking about now? Particularly, what are you talking about? African extrasensory abilities with no evidence, no footnotes, no nothing. You don't even explain that. And then you chastise white people for being superstitious repeatedly, all their superstitions and this and that and this and that. Okay. I'm not even saying that it's, that it's false, that you're making it up, but you don't even give any detail. What are you talking about? Explain. Maybe this is my first time even hearing that term. Extrasensory capabilities. What does that mean? What are you talking about? Nothing. We just move right on. Lame. Worst book ever. Uh, hmm. He does a lot of these long lists, which I despise in this book. Uh, he and he a lot of times will end them with the word etc. My middle school teacher had a poster on the wall and had the term etc. And she recommended that we not use that term. And she said that frequently people will use it to make themselves sound more intelligent than they are. It makes it sound like you have so much information or data that you can add. Uh, you just don't even have time, so you can just say etc. If you have details that you want to give, you can give a few and stop there. That was the basic recommendation. I'm not saying she was right or wrong, but it just he uses the word etc. a lot and he uses these big long lists. It gives the impression that information has been given, but as I've said consistently throughout the book, no, it's not. It's not detailed information at all. A lot of times it's just these big, bulky, meaningless lists. Uh, let's see. And then here we go. The African child will be Afrocentrically retarded when the parents eat anti-melanin Caucasian junk food. <sighs> Let's see. I am sure that uh, non-white children, black children do have a lot of behavioral problems as a result of food. This is something that I said years before I knew about this book or Mr. Fuller or anything. When I started really paying attention to food, when I lived in California, I worked in the open school system and they would give them nonsense, Caucasian junk food, if you want to use his term, uh, all day long. Uh, I mean, like, Jesus, it would be like every hour, every 90 minutes, like sugary this and potato chip that and cereal and dairy and cheese and bacon. And oh, my gosh, like <laughs> and now when I started working with them, I was tubby like many and many of them, many, many, many of them overweight obese you can already see it uh but i was like them too when i started working with them and then i got my diet together so then i was no longer all tubby and everything and i was just like wow why are you all giving them all this nonsense and shit like that's exactly like i wouldn't be giving them he had talked about that earlier but i do agree with that it's just it's difficult for this book because it's like 
I should not have to read all this nonsense. Like I feel like the same challenge with racists, except this is worse. Like reading books written by racists, we all have racist commentary and using incorrect terminology, white privilege and all the rest. This I got to dig through Africanality and all your melanin makes you the greatest thing in the history of the universe. And then then you got to come back around and name call Jesse Jackson and the African Liberation Army and all the rest of it. Like, man, I would much rather just toss all that out and just narrow the focus on the food. Thank you. Uh, let's see. <laughs> the stages of growth, like I said, I don't. I mean, it's not footnoted. That's not even what we're supposed to be talking about. It just kind of comes in quickly without a lot of detail. I don't know that I, you know, would agree or disagree. It was just like pfft, it's not. Where I, I don't agree with all of it. I would say I would point out specifically where he says for. Seven to nine seeks clarity about white racism. Uh, in my view, I have been around children who are substantially younger than that who seek information about white supremacy racism. A lot of times that just depends on how much confusion. Like, am I in an environment where I can talk freely or am I going to get, you know, yelled at and punished? Am I going to have my tablet taken for the rest of the week if I, you know, ask the wrong question? Because uh, we've had a lot of folks who've spoken up and said that, you know, that brain computer is working real early. Uh, so that was just one, but yeah, it's not really substantiated. He has another big chart next to that too. Uh, the chromosomes, I think our listener wrote in about, you know, is this substantiated? What are you talking about? The energy factor with the chromosomes. This is where the rhythm, uh, came in color, people, time, and all of that. That's why I mentioned Mr. Fuller's concept of dance. I'm not interested in just continuing to go back. We're going to hop off of topic to go back into all of the, uh, ancient, African ancestors and African mythology. People write whole books about that. That's not what we're supposed to be reading about. We're supposed to be reading about nutrition. Uh, Osiris, Horus, all of that, that's great. We've read about that. We talked about that. I did not think that's what this is supposed to be focused on, particularly if it's totally off from nutrition completely. And we're just back to talking about melanin centers and all the rest of it. He has whole other books on that. We will never read those on the book club. Wouldn't have read this one if I had known it was not going to be focused on nutrition and food. Um, he has a lot of, like I said, the, the editing in this book is atrocious. And at times, bonding will be capitalized. At times, it's not. At times, it's hyphenated. Uh, at times, it's not. Child bonding. I mean, when Mr. Fuller, he capitalizes white supremacy every time. Racism, every time. Being consistent. Uh, if you're trying to promote a concept or a way of thinking, uh, this is not. But the the editing is consistently poor throughout the book beyond just the capitalization of these concepts. Uh, yeah, he says, Melon and Albinos do not have enough rhythm to understand or attempt to perform a few sim- th- simple dance steps. And then you mess around and find one white person who can dance or five or 20 or a thousand. Even if you can't find any, we're still under a system of white supremacy racism. Mr. Fuller said, the greatest dancers in the known universe, racist man, racist woman, racist child. Take your dance and call it theirs. Elvis. Let's see. This is such a lame book. Uh, the child sees all of life as a symbolic property of energy all of the child's early symbolic use is merged with self spirit and concrete word 
fantasy play and the parents bond. It is important to remember that words are symbols just as letters, music, dance, fantasy play and bonding are symbols of energy that the senses detect. The holistic mind interprets energy for the child. I don't know if that gives any greater context, but that's the full paragraph. Uh, Good suggestion. Talking to children as though they are little people and, you know, not idiots and, and that type of thing. But again, people write entire books on child rearing and suggestions for parenting. We have new parents who I'm sure appreciate that sort of information. Are we doing a book where you're just going to talk about give a little snippet about everything in the known universe or are we doing a book that's going to be focused and give acute details on nutrition uh, what is it I think they have that cliche uh, jack of all trades master of none uh, he has a section on mentors and I pause there because we've had Dr. Mawalimu Baruti on this program a number of times and other folks who said we don't use the term mentor that's uh, a Greek term that is associated with homosexuality, something that Dr. Africa has spoken against in the book. Uh, we don't use that term. We use the term uh, Jegna, I think it is, might be incorrect. I'm not a person that's all into the African uh, terminology and studying all of that. That is not Gus T. Uh, but I do know that I've heard that many, many times. I don't even think I use the term uh, mentor generally speaking so I was a little surprised uh, by the use of the term but maybe that's newer maybe that was information that was not you know widely available in 1993 or people hadn't taken that stance about the word mentor at that time whatever uh, then we get into a lot of the going Thoth and all of that ancient Africa where's the nutrition are we just going to glorify mother Africa and Whoopi and all that I have no idea the benefit of that particularly in the middle of this COVID crisis we're going to stop and take our masks off just to take five minutes to worship mother Africa I'm so appalled uh, yeah this sort of nonsense intelligence in this step the person receives mind or consciousness and attains inner vision and or creator or sons of light or enlightenment or endarkenment what are we talking about what are we even talking about uh, and then we the next section is male female communication for family my this is the type of thing I'm totally discuss it's no contest worst book ever we're supposed to be reading about nutrition now we stumble into male and female communication for family maat what I thought this was about nutrition you called us negroes at the beginning who who died because they ate themselves to death, not because they had bad communication between males and females. Like what? What? And again, people write whole books on this. Oh my God. We've had some of them come on the program. Like you could focus on one thing and give us details, or you could just jump from topic to topic and talk about nothing. So that we have a whole lot of nothing about a whole lot of things. So the male female communication, then I have to look at what's presented. Energy is processed differently by the male and female. When the female is in the feeling stage, the male is in the thinking stage. What the hell are you talking about? The thinking stage? The feeling stage? What is that? Have you explained any of these concepts? Continuing. When the male is in the thinking stage, the female is in the feeling stage. In order to avoid conflicts, arguments, or confusion in talking, translation is needed between the different stages. 
the purpose of communication is to create more harmony, balance, justice, peace. If the conversation is not serving ma'at, stop talking. Minimize conflict, minimize contact. I've heard something similar to that before, but I mean, my gosh, that's the whole section on male-female communication for family ma'at. That's it? We don't get an explanation of the thinking stage, the feeling stage, how to translate between the two. Nothing. That's all we got in a book that's supposed to be focused on food. Worst book ever. And we transition to Greece. I'm thinking he's going to be talking about, you know, cooking oils, the dangers and all that. No, we're talking about lint lotions, topical ointments. Not that I have a disagreement. Uh, I can say that I've noticed a huge difference in the health of my skin uh, since I stopped eating uh, meat, flesh, went to a plant based diet uh, and particularly eating the orange peel. I talked about that last summer. Wow, enormous difference. I think there are lots of foods that the aloe uh, is another good one. I think coconut is supposed to be a really good one. Uh, I do eat a pretty pretty regular amount uh, of coconut, coconut oil, that sort of thing, as well as the orange peels. Uh, So absolutely, many of the things that you eat, they do have a huge impact, even water consumption. Huge impact on your skin, health of your skin. Absolutely. Difficult to appreciate even that when it's sandwiched in with a lot of nonsense Uh, the massaging I agree with that as well Uh, in my prenatal teacher training uh, they did a section on massaging infant massage uh, and they would use like olive oil or something that you know they can eat because you know children they suck their hands and all that stuff so Uh, something edible uh, organic you know uh, but just given natural massage and we would do that for like an hour talking about bonding mother and child that's great no disagreement there awesome all for massages for everybody they really enjoy it. they have a lot of different techniques great recommendations about not treating the child as a toy again don't know what that has to do with nutrition per se uh, his talk about the silent guilt of Caucasian women now that was another one where I said are we talking about food or are we not going to talk about food <laughs> like I thought the cover of this book it says here lies Mr. and Mrs. Negro I guess that's me they ate themselves to death like okay so let's figure out how to stop eating myself to death and we got silent guilt Caucasian woman sex toys have sex with <laughs> I'm going to stop eating myself to death or we can talk about the silent white woman and her guilt. We can pause and do two times on that one because it's a whole lot of reasons. Anybody that, why do you say this is the worst book ever? Whole lot of reasons. How much time you got? Uh, silent guilt. I said for a long time, white people are not guilty about white supremacy racism. Where's the evidence? Dr. Africa, anybody else? Where's the evidence that white people are guilty? When you are guilty, there's generally some effort at contrition or at least maybe you're no longer going to be a repeat offender. I feel bad about this, so I'm not going to do this again and again and again and again and again. White people enjoy practicing racism. That is nonsense that any of them, white women, white men, white children, feel guilty about practicing racism. Continuing. Uh, 
uh, it, somebody is notorious. This is me saying all this. Someone is notorious for talking about the role of white women in the system of white supremacy. And I couldn't even appreciate this section because it was so random and out of place. Like, where's the food talk at? What is going on here? Fine. You want to talk about white women? No problem. Yes, they play a huge role in the system of racism in a lot of ways. Yeah, 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 all the sex talk. Even this. Now, I mentioned black misandry before. I mentioned it last week. I said when he gave his roll call of coons and Negroes, it was almost exclusively black males. He mentioned one or two black females by name, Madam C.J. Walker, and I think it was one or two others, but it was super heavy on the black males. I mentioned earlier in the book when he was castigating Negroes and coons and sellouts and all the rest of it, it seemed like he was exclusively talking about black males, which is a pattern I've observed many, many times. In fact, our former worst book ever, Black Love is a Revolutionary Act. Whole lot of black misandry there. Now we get to this section on the white woman and it's the black man's act of sexual intercourse with a white woman is a subtle form of mental illness and dysfunctionality the black man may be consciously having sex with a white woman but he is also subconsciously having sex with the white man the black man can be having sex with the white woman in order to satisfy his need to be loved nurtured raped sodomized protected and or possessed by the white man apparently none of this applies to the black female just that no good cowardly negro male if the black man is having sex with the white woman what is he doing emotionally with the white man within the white woman he is in a homosexual relationship with a white man through the sex act with a white woman. He psychologically becomes the white man's homosexual nigger boy. Got to get some more name calling into that black male. Feverish, didn't we? I said it's got a lot of commonalities with black love is revolutionary act. That feverish black male. I said the same thing. We get all that tough treatment on black males engaged in sexual intercourse with black males, but it softens. When we switch to black female, if they're both victims and they're both incorrect behavior, you would talk about this the same way both ways, right? No, no, black misandry. Uh, the black man in the act of sex with a white woman or homosexual act with a man is a boy. The white man, the white person in white supremacy dominated world controls all rewards and punishments via their military money schools. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, all black men and women are their children. We got all this from Mr. Fuller without the name calling. Uh, a black person that has sexual intercourse with a white woman or man is satisfying a psychotic dysfunctional desire to be loved by the white man. It is a cowardly act. Instead of picking up a gun and destroying his, not his and her, white enemy, the black man, not the black woman, picks up his penis and mentally destroys himself. His sexual intercourse with a white woman is a form of self-hatred. This type of sex shows that he hates the image of the black woman, which means he hates the female part of himself. Thus, he hates himself. The black man that has sex with a black woman is practicing ma'at. And he does eventually eventually after he's got pages about the black male's cowardly act and all this and he's a homosexual and a nigga boy and blah, 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 all the rest alright so finally we get to the black female we got don't, not even a whole paragraph we got a black woman uh, in many ways this same sexual dysfunction occurs with a black woman that has sex with the white man added to the black woman's dysfunctions is the mother principle the black woman destroys her mother principle which means she is also destroying mother Africa in any case, the white black sex is a way of committing spiritual suicide 
and African cultural castration. That's kind of gendered castration, gendered analysis, but that is substantially different. He's not talking about the black male destroying his father principle and destroying Africa and all that. He's name calling. You're a coward. You're a nigger boy. Heard all that before. Feverish black males are the worst thing in the history of the universe and the reason that everything is foul. They probably started COVID-19 was probably started by some feverish black male chasing a white woman. That's how we got in this predicament to begin with. Uh, Caucasian guilt that comes in again. Caucasian. Does anybody here aware of Caucasian women? meekly or silently hiding their guilt about white supremacy racism anybody if you are aware you definitely cannot be a spectator there star 6-1 put a hand up uh, I get in Ooh. let's see on 210 he says historically it was the Caucasian woman who castrated the African man after and while they were being hung pause now that's something we talked about before this is the type of thing I would send to Dr. Tommy J. Curry. Say, oh, wow, the man, uh, this is something that you've talked about, the role of white, because we've had, uh, it's not like the first time that we've read a book that talks about the role of white women in the practice of racism. So Dr. Curry, he's talked about this, but the difference, why that book is in the top 10 and why this is rubbish. Footnote. Oh, wow, I would like to get more detail on that. Can't do that here because there are no footnotes. I don't know if you're making this up. Did you read this somewhere? Let's see. Then we go off into birthmarks. Uh, yeah, then it goes off into birthmarks. I will stop there. Uh, if anybody knows of an example of a white woman being meek or silent in hiding their guilt about white supremacy racism, uh, if they can help with some of the portions that didn't make sense babies seeing energy symbolically and some of the other portions that didn't make sense if some of the points that I've made were not logical didn't make sense if I've been misinterpreting data feel free child in, chime in to correct Gus T uh, or if anything else folks need to make sure that they share feel free star 6-1 uh, I'll check the lines again uh, Red in Ohio we hadn't heard from you at all uh, did you have commentary ma'am Hello, thank you for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. Are you still there? Still with us? Can you hear me? Now we can. Yes, ma'am. Hello? Okay. Sorry. Phone was acting different. So um, just a few notes. Of course, nothing about um, nutrition. Uh, There was the... I I wasn't fast enough to write it down verbatim, but basically there was a passage saying they um, talking about white women letting white men take the fall for their crimes. I thought that was truthful, but nothing about uh, nutrition. Um, the part with the part that was talking about like sex with or sex between white people and then the sex between the black people that was definitely very confusing i know like when he was speaking about um a white man and a white woman having sex it's it's 
I think like he was saying something about like the white woman being oh the the child um, of a white person or white people rather if it's a female it's both masculine and feminine with more of a feminine feminine masculine side I know I'm getting that all wrong but that's how confused I am about that but then sex between two black people that's supposed to be ma'at or a really good thing which I don't it, I, I don't I don't understand that either and it kind of goes against the whole you know you play around with sex the joke is on the offspring I don't see how you know that should be something that has anything to do with um, nutrition uh, then there was the diapers portion where a mother is supposed to be able to tell that the child has to use the bathroom and they will squat the child or you know, put their child in a bending position so that way they can use the bathroom. So therefore you shouldn't need diapers and how horrible that is. And the only reference that I recall in that portion um, was, again, kind of like um, in a negative way of him talking about, well, your the mother isn't eating right because the child shouldn't have mushy um, bowel movements. It should be, I forgot what exact way. And because it's not that way, then mother's not eating right. And I think he went through another list. Um, and then the last thing was, as Gus already mentioned, the whole lotion part, but with no um, evidence or anything like that to, or maybe not even evidence, just an, just a, an explanation about, you know, why lotion is bad, stuff like that. But I'll meet my line. Thank you. Much obliged. I, I, when he talked about the uh, African women, they know when their child has to have a bowel movement and they squat, they know intuitively or they have their extrasensory perception like, man, I'm going to need some footnotes for sure because I know black females from the continent. I know mothers from the continent. I have never heard of anything like that. We don't need diapers. We got it. It can be just sitting down talking to you. Oh, yeah. Out here, chick pot pie. It's great. I don't do eggplant. Don't do... Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, it's done. And it's... Oh, what? That would be the most amazing thing I've ever seen in life. Like that alone might be worth we are all going to be vegan, at least until we get this child potty trained. Like, we're going to save money on diapers. We're not going to have any accidents. Like, man, you want to see some melanin magic. No diapers. He said you wouldn't even need to wipe them. I'm just calling nonsense until you put evidence. Hell, I've seen I would need to see it, like, replicated, like, over and over and over and over. Just breast milk. Maybe a vegetable here or two, but, I mean, breast milk almost exclusively and no diapers. And they can sense when a bowel movement is coming? Come on. Come on. Other folks who dialed in with a hand. Uh, Bay Area mom. Maybe she. Have you pulled that one off? I know you have offspring. Have you have you pulled that one off where you can sense when your offspring have to have a bowel movement and whammo, you can just stop immediately and squat, get down, get everything taken care of? Not yet. Not yet. You're a little Sorry. distant. I don't know if you're on speakerphone or. Oh, I'm on the. Um, can you hear me now? A little bit better. If you could get a little closer to the receptor, that would be good. Oh, let me do this. Uh, 
All right, how's that? That's better. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'm driving. Um, I, I, the book, I, it gets kind of lost because I'm thinking, you know, I'm always looking to hear, especially when you announce the title, we're focused on food, and then it doesn't get foody. Um, I, uh, I'm funny, too, about... Um, I don't like a lot of uh, black male bashing. I'm really not into that, so I don't like reading. I can't, I can only stomach, I don't know why, but I just don't, I don't appreciate that. So, looks like that I don't like, and I do notice that there, uh, the wording is different on a lot of things when it comes to white women, black women, and, I'm, and white men versus black men. He's just, you know, guilty by nature just a savage, so I, I'm real particular about that. And um, I will chime in on this, after the second round of, of reading, and um, I'll mute my line. And thanks for taking my call. Yes, ma'am. Uh, that is a pattern I have uh, pointed out where... And I just want to be clear, nobody should be castigated. I'm not saying that he should be talking about black females in the same way. That would not be an improvement for the book. So the same thing I just said, they are both victims. The maldoer in these tragic arrangements, as we've called them for a long time, is always the white person. The non-white person is being exploited and victimized. That's the way that, you know, it should be. Uh, discussed male or female uh, anywhere in the world that's the way it should be discussed not you know this is some coward no count coon uh, who you know didn't want to solve the race problem and is a traitor to his race I mean like that we just go back to the front cover what does it say here lies Mr. and Mrs. Negro I said that spirit is going to permeate the whole book you got that on the cover I mean all right other folks anybody else comments they want to make sure they get in Yes, uh, you. I, w- I was going to uh, to uh, uh, speak on what you. I, I think you uh, reported on the last time, and the way I sum it up is the practicality of some of the things that he was stating. Uh, I believe he mentioned something about that uh, uh, small children don't have to be equipped with diapers. You know that sort of thing, and it's so unpractical, so impractical. You know, in a lot of in a lot of ways and means, and uh, uh, also uh, in a in a way of suggesting about uh, quote unquote African clothing, as opposed to some other type of clothing. You know, I mean, it, it, it may not be practical. It may not be practical uh, at some points in time. And I could be wrong about this, but normally when I hear, and, and, and I'm accusing myself, I'm about to accuse myself now. Normally when I hear a person talking like that, they either are not in, not in, a, in a position to have those experiences where some real bad mistake would take place, you know, like the child does not have any diapers. You don't have any diapers with the child, and the child uh, uh, defecates. <laughs> you know, uh, and and you know, and, and provides embarrassment for for yourself and the environment that you're in. You know, you have to uh, make up for not having diapers, 
or the situation with the clothing. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm thinking, because I did pay somewhat of attention to the book, didn't the doctor spend a lot of his life, part of his life in the military? Well, they, they're the ones who demand on what you're going to wear with that. You better not come up with no dashiki on, you know, uh, uh, on, no, on that base when you're supposed to be in uniform. They dictate that. You know, and normally that's the case when somebody, you know, says that and keep going on, you know, that sort of thing, you know, uh, and, you know, even in some situations, you know, because before you come into information of things and you do better, you know, there's some things that you may not know, you know, and it's not like, it's not like, uh, your, your, you know, a child is going to be defecating, uh, some Tiffany cufflinks or something. You know, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be waste, you know, as far as that concern. And, uh, one has to be prepared for, for, for those type of situations until they could do better. Uh, but I, I would never say to, you know, to anybody, to suggest anybody to go without diapers, you know, something like that, especially, and I, and I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm beyond that now as far as a quote unquote attempted parent, but I wouldn't have, even at the time when, when, uh, my offspring was a quote unquote baby. I, I mean, I wouldn't go without no diapers for sure. Or his mother, you know, attempted mother. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm quite familiar with, uh, the, uh, the rhetoric. That's best, best word I can give it. The rhetoric that he is exposing in his book. Thank you. Rhetoric, rubbish, refuse, lots of R words, uh, that I could hang on it. Um, yeah, I've I've been around black mothers who breastfed their children nearly exclusively breastfed their offspring and they still use diapers. And I would advise them to do so. Like even if they thought they right. had that extrasensory connection and they could sense which I have never seen. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It might be all over the continent. Maybe. I'm just saying I have not seen that. I've not heard that like, wow. And if that is happening, we should put this, but they should have a whole book on that. <laughs> we should read that and put this down immediately. And if you get that from a vegan diet, then we should all be vegan for the rest of our lives. Like, wow, that is amazing. But I've never heard that. And there's no detail on it. And as you, I don't think it's going to be Tiffany cufflinks. So, you know, unless you got a whole lot of that, that's one, it would have to be codified so that I'm never going to have a failure. If you don't have that, if you don't have a code that's that explicit, shh, I'm going to get my, I might use your book for diapers. How about that? Uh, <laughs> let's see other folks, uh, with commentary that they need to get in. Our second segment is short because this, like it bothered me like highly, like I did not pick this book uh, because we are in love with Dr. Africa. I did not pick this book uh, to worship our Africanality, our melanin. That's not why we picked this book. We picked this book because we're in the middle of a global health crisis. And they said, hey, it seems like there are some food related illnesses uh, that might make this worse. Oh, well, let's try to make better food choices. That's why we picked this book. And then to get not now, if we had picked this book under any circumstances, and we were reading it about food, I would have been upset. 
under these circumstances, I'm outraged. And then I have to read it. Oh my God, it's like a quadruple whammy. I have to read it. So it's like I have to read it and then go back and listen to it again. Like I'm having to read it twice and about Africa. And he says it's on 106, African Liberation Army. He has the audacity to have uh, plural as though there are multiple outfits of African Liberation Armies. I've never heard that except in this text. And even if it is supposed to be Black Liberation Army, that's a disgrace to have the Black Liberation Army now defunct unless I'm misinformed, even if it is an operation compared to the United States military. I'll say what I said, what I say every Saturday, investigate, interrogate those comparisons, metaphors. A lot of times people do this frequently. It's racist who will do this type of thing. But to look me in the face and tell me, let me read that sentence again to make sure I have the appropriate level of outrage. For example, one can identify the many similarities or commonalities between the organization or man, he got so specific (laughs) between the organizational structure, training and discipline of the United States military and the African Liberation Armies. However, their similarities do not make them united in purpose or united as one. They are defined. They are by definition and belief totally against each other. That was it on 106 at the bottom. That's what I mean about nonsense. If you're going to have that type of nonsense throughout the book, I'd rather not read this. This is dangerous in my view. We got to be truthful about things. You can't be sitting around lying to me about African Liberation Army is the same structure as the U.S. I can't even find one person in the African Liberation Army in 2020. We could rewind that. Is anybody in the African Liberation Army in the year 2000? The year that this book was published, 1993 was the outfit even in opera. Like, come on, come on. Don't waste my time talking a whole lot of food. And this is standard operating procedure in my experience for all of the Mother Africa, Black Net, all of that. This is very, very common. And even the name calling, the people that do the most. I love black people and I love melanin and blah, blah. They do the most name calling of other black people. That is so consistent that I've seen in my experience. Anyway, for that reason and many others, the second audio segment is very short. We didn't have any takers. Nobody chimed in to say, oh, yes, I love this book. I'll continue reading so you don't jaundice our listening audience with your, you know, negative ranting uh, about the book. Maybe this will make you behave better as we proceed. Uh, nobody volunteered. Not that I'm surprised or, you know, any of the rest. I wouldn't want anybody to have to purchase the book or what. I am very serious, though. That was not hyperbole. I was not exaggerating. This book cannot even stay in my library. In fact, every time when we finish the program, I literally throw this book out of my room. It's not even it does not even have the privilege of staying in my room. And when we are done with this book, I am burning it. I already have the grill outside like bow. I'm going to make sure that there's one less copy of this book in existence on the planet. Uh, Anybody else? Anything else before we get to the second audio segment? Fahrenheit 451. The second audio segment is short because I just couldn't tolerate it. And I can tell you the exact point where I reached. I just could not take it anymore. Tap out. Tap out. I could not take it anymore. You'll see the sense. We had a person who called in. And I hate reading a book where I have to feel like, you know, I am Floyd Mayweather, you know, Tyson Fury, where I got my hands up like I wish somebody would call in and have the audacity to tell me, oh, this is great. 
you don't know what you're talking about. This is all like, I wish somebody would call in like, oh, I am ready to roll. I have got my highlighter. Like, say something. I want you to say, explain African Liberation Army. What is he talking about? Like, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. We don't even read books like that. It's normally I'm overjoyed, like, to hear, you know, what people think and what stands out. Not with this one. This is absolute rubbish in every way like even picking out the stuff that's not rubbish i don't even enjoy that because it's not on topic like what are we even talking about the second audio segment is very short you'll hear the point where i reached my boiling point as i said the folks who dialed in or one of them and say well dr africa he's not saying that white people are stupid or inferior he's just saying that what they do what they do is inferior for black people that is not correct he consistently throughout this book says that white people they're ignorant they're inferior he just said it with the the growth chart (laughs) they develop at a retarded rate he does that all throughout the book there's no value to that at all again i would say that is dangerous in a system of racism white supremacy to be bobbing around here thinking that white people are just dumb and ignorant and they don't know nothing they're inferior wow White people can show you, and I mean in a real fatal way sometimes, much faster than I can tell you in a much more conclusive manner than I can with words. Aren't they doing all that talking about Ahmed Arbery for that type of thing to keep happening over and over and over? Breonna Taylor over and over and over and over your great grandparents to remember that type of situation and then to sit around and say, oh, white people are ignorant. They don't know nothing. They know how to kill you whenever they feel like it, all over the world, by the bushels. They know how to do that, apparently, very well. Second audio segment is real brief. I wish this book was much briefer. Worst book ever. Dr. Layla Africa. Nutrition. It doesn't even have the same title. They can't even put one title on this rubbish and just keep it at that. Couldn't even just keep it Nutricide. Nutritional destruction of black people, nutritional destruction of the black race, like whatever second audio segment context of white supremacy totally disgusted ruined my day having to pick up this book twice uh short segment trances meditation daydreams the trance state of consciousness can be considered a type of self-hypnosis it has always been used in african civilization among african americans trance is used in church african people in church go into a trance and get possessed with the holy spirit african children use trance when they go into a daydream state trance meditation or daydreams are a similar type of consciousness trance increases learning ability it can be considered a combination of organic spirit ancestral spirit mind spirit and body spirit holistic awareness trance vision possession states or conjure have been used by jesus the christ george washington carver nat turner denmark vesey malcolm x harriet tubman martin luther king sojourner truth marcus garvey etc trances take on the characteristics of the culture from which they are derived for example african culture would have a ritual or ceremony to prepare the african person for the trance and a closure ritual ceremony to acknowledge the blessings received from the trance there are basically two types of trances the isolation and the full awareness The isolation type meditation requires that you lose contact with the environment and people around you. 
In this separation or disconnection with life around you, you become only aware of yourself. This is a popular meditation approach because of people pollution, high tech, low touch or oversaturation of people. This approach creates a meditative space that allows you to reconnect with self. This trance allows an inner journey into the silence of the body, mind, and spirit. It is believed that all life started in silence or in the non-senses or blackness or melanin. This type of trance allows the regeneration of the power of silence or non-senses or blackness. This can be a self-centered trance if used from a Caucasian perspective. However, Afrocentrically, it places the being in the blackness or melanin center of life. The full contact or being aware of the total environment around you and within you is the other major approach to trance. You do not isolate self, but allow self to be communal with all energies such as air, sun, moisture, trees, birds, insects, other people, water, breathing, the blinking of eyes, the sound of hearing, sounds, the pineal glands, vibrations, heartbeats, energy centers which is holistic attention to internal and external forces. In this approach, you meditate within the world and do not isolate yourself outside the world's energy. This gives energy to the world that gives energy back to you. African children, as well as adults, naturally use trance. Children easily drift into a trance, which is called daydreaming. Daydreaming is a mild state of trance. It is not structured or educated use of trance. It should be taught within the rites of passage. The child should be instructed that during the trance, they are not mentally or spiritually in their body and can experience travel in the past, present and future. In the spirit travel, they solve problems, communicate with other spirits and with ancestors living as well as dead. They should be instructed that there are appropriate times for trance. Further, the African child should be told that trance is essential for African people and that their great ancestors used it before studying or doing any activity. All African children's so-called toys have spiritual meaning and many of the musical or spiritually shaped toys contacted the trance energy of the child. Play activity also included trance activity. Trances can be done while sitting on the floor, standing, drumming, singing, jogging, walking, lying down, or dancing. They're a functional part of life. They can be done by isolating yourself from activities. It can be a melanin, regenerative, and self-uplifting activity. Deep breathing and slow exhaling are essential to trances. Breathing through the nose very slowly is necessary. If standing or sitting in a chair, the legs should be at least shoulder width apart. Further, the arms should be relaxed at the sides if standing or hands should be placed in the lap if sitting. Erect posture, back upright, not slumped over, and eyes either closed or open and focus straight forward. You can visualize an ankh or crystal or color or use African music or incense to focus attention or use silence. The object is to go beyond the mind's limitations. The trance state may need nutritional support. There are herbs such as go-to cola, catnip, Iboga, ginkgo, and yucca, which can be used. All supplements such as glutamine, B6, L-dopa, tyrosine, tryptophan, melatonin, niacinamide can be used. Trance helps the African to utilize melanin energy to create force fields and health healthy cells in the body. The deliberate inferiorization of African trances by Caucasians has taken away a vital nutrient for health. Without the use of trance, the African is nutritionally deprived and nutricided. The beginner in trance learning should go slowly, perhaps two-minute trance, and then gradually increasing according to the child's or adult's ability. 
a divine mess. The African divine nutritional level is vital to holistic health. Caucasian science divorces Africans from the spiritualized ability. Spirit is merely a response to divineness. Divineness causes consciousness, intelligence, life force, light, magnetism, air, levity, gravity, sight, sound, water, or electricity to be in a form that we can physically recognize. Ankh force is receptive, transmitted, stored, and converted more readily in Africans than any other race. Ankh force is a level of life's existence that is in nutrients which allows Africans to transmute. Transmutation is the ability to excite trace elemental energies in nutrients which causes them to be adaptive or convened for example sodium can be adapted to magnesium magnesium to calcium electrical waves to chemicals chemicals to magnetic energy sound to light light to vitamins vitamins to hormones hormones to enzymes these onc forces mediate activities are called transmutation because the caucasian scientists do not like to use the word spirituality spirituality leads to melanin and melanin leads to onc force and onc force leads to africans racial superiority i'm done Done, D O N E, done. So we can sit here in the middle of the COVID crisis worldwide. Uh, they're saying Brazil now, so called hotspot, more black people in Brazil than here. Two highest death totals in the Western Hemisphere, United States and Brazil, in both areas. What did they say? Black people catching it hard. We can sit here in the middle of all of that. Wow. We are superior. Ain't we racially superior? Look at all that. We can sit here and do all of that. I have no idea what problem that solves, what that is worth. Dr. Welsing did not do that when she mentioned melanin. It was not, ooh, we. Look at how cool we are. We are dominant. Ooh, we. Look at us. Look how dominant we are. It was, we are the parent people on the planet. Let's get our act together and solve the problem. In fact, let's do our cosmic duty and solve the problem not a whole lot of we are superior and we are dominant and white people are ignorant and stupid and they don't know how to make any food combinations I have no idea what value that like I said toilet paper anybody you run out if I run out toilet paper it would be more value in that form than just sitting around talking about how cool black people are because we have melanin and a book that's supposed to be about food stuff where is the food what are we even talking about uh 605-313-5164 the code 564-943-POUND he goes on he's talking about you know his thoughts on the bible and the quran and african spirituality all of that is great if you want to think of that as you know nourishing your spirit right food is supposed to encompass more than what you eat physically cool in the gang again you can be what is it a jack of all trades a master of none and you can have a great big book where you get to talk about every subject in the known universe and give no detail on anything and then have the audacity to have on the cover here lies Mr. and Mrs. Negro they ate themselves to death I read your book and think I'll correct that and I get We're all over the place. The Bible, the Quran, African Liberation Army. Like, wait a minute. I was trying to get more cucumbers into my diet. Had cucumbers yesterday. Amazing salad. I still had to brush my teeth. He said that too, and he's got so much nonsense in it about you don't need to brush your teeth if you're eating a, na- a natural African diet. I had a raw salad yesterday. Kale. Purple kale. Uh, spinach. Carrots tomatoes 
mushrooms, amazing. Fresh garlic, jalapenos, amazing. Anytime I have raw spinach, I need to brush my teeth immediately. I can feel it. It's gritty. I think I said that before. And I feel the food. I mean, regardless of what you're eating, you get food stuck in between uh, your teeth. Because he was saying you didn't need, you know, dental floss. You didn't need to brush your teeth if you're eating, you know, a natural African diet. If you're in touch with your Africanality. To me, that is just nonsense. Uh, And again, I would need to see like a lot of that. Like people on the continent, they eat whatever they're eating. And nope, don't need to floss my teeth. I don't need to brush my teeth. (laughs) Like... I'm good. Or they have a chew stick, even though that would count as some form of, you know, you have a a piece of dental equipment. But uh, yeah, I would need to see that. Like, yeah, let's see what that looks like long term. I like being able to get the spinach from between my teeth. Even when it's raw. Uh, Any other folks comments uh, to share? If anybody would like to take over and read, I might be a little less salty uh, if I don't have to narrate the rest of the way through. Uh, That would be wonderful if not no worries we'll stifle through we are beyond the halfway point we still have a lot of book left like way too much like even one page is too much but we are beyond the halfway point um if that's worth anything i'm looking ahead he talks about vaccines and stuff and i feel like that's kind of dangerous too because i don't really want to hear anybody talk in a superficial manner about vaccines given the current uh climate but yeah that's that's coming up. Uh, any other folks with comments, thoughts that they wanted to share? Brief second audio segment. Uh, yes. Uh, I've I just, just been uh, trying to figure out on how to uh, accurately... Uh, uh, submit my uh, my thoughts. I want as precise as possible because it's uh, it to me is very important. Uh, uh, with the idea of you, you're stating that he was mentioning about something that would uh, resemble something called a black liberation or African liberation army, uh, and, and that's always that's always is a uh, I would use the word dangerous uh, uh, rhetoric, especially around younger people, uh, specifically young, younger black males, let's say in in around uh, teenagers or early 20s, when a lot of us come into contact with some sort of understanding that I need to submit myself or commit myself to uh, having an understanding that we're on a global system of racism, white supremacy. Uh, I can recall uh, Mr. Eldridge Cleaver uh, being very, uh, being a very influential, being a very, very much influence on the younger members of the uh, Black Panther Party. And through his influence, he was able to get firearms with a 16-year-old, Bobby Hutton. And in turn, you know, Mr. Cleaver at that time was, you know, was much more 
of a mature and much more with life experiences, some good, some bad, uh, to whereas he was left disadvantaged when something really bad took place. And uh, he was able to uh, escape from this part of the world while 16-year-old Bobby Hutton was murdered by the police. Uh, even you can you can see it on a documentary where the person that gave the firearms to Mr. Cleaver and Bobby, he regretted it for doing it uh, because he understood about the uh, the whole impracticality of of warring war uh, a, a liberation army uh, warring with uh the law the the local enforcement arm uh 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 in this part of the world let alone talking about the u.s army and uh so that that, that, that those thoughts was coming through my mind when when you were talking about that that aspect you know uh you know that on how you know it could potentially can be uh confusing and a negative influence on younger people who want to have an understanding of something. They have the energy to want to do things, but you, you want, you want to be able to, when you're explaining that or when you're expressing yourself around people that you are as accurate as possible when you're saying or doing things before you open up your mouth, before you take some sort of action that you are as scientific as possible because it could be very, very regrettable. And uh, that's all I'd say. Thank you. Hopefully I've made some sense. Strive for accuracy. Said on the broadcast many times, strive for accuracy. Especially if you are talking about anything related to racism, white supremacy, you want to be like super, super accurate. Uh, did any other folks uh, have commentary that they wanted to share? Much obliged, retired firefighter. He was able to, Mr. Cleaver was able to comfortably come back to this part of the world, uh, become a quote-unquote Republican, <laughs> and uh, uh, he passed at a... Uh, at an older age, <laughs> I would I would say he was at least in his seventies, something like that. Whereas that person by the name of Little Bobby Hutton, that's what they called him anyway. I wouldn't call him that, but uh, uh, he was murdered at the age of sixteen years old. You know, so yeah, that's it. The cows, yeah, sometimes they decide victims, certain victims might allow you to hang around a little bit longer, maybe. Depends on how we feel. We can figure out something for you to do that will keep our system rolling. Uh, Let's see. I'll check in one more time. I did uh, the portion where he talks about trances, meditation, daydreams. Uh, I am not belittling any of that. Uh, As a yoga yoga instructor and student I certainly would not be one to come out and uh, belittle or discourage meditation Uh, I practiced 
uh, before we even did our program today. In fact, I was close to my saturation point and I tossed this book uh, out of my room, got my yoga mat, got my practice. I felt much better. And then I remembered like once I was lying down, meditating in my trance-like state, eyes closed, darkness. Then I opened my eyes and realized I had to read this book again. It's, oh, man. Woo. Ruined all of my nirvana quickly. Especially once I had to actually pick it up and start. You know, uh, yes, yes, yeah. Might have to practice again. <laughs> Get this out of my uh, system. But uh, we, I reckon we'll be here next week. Whew, man most difficult book that I think we've done uh, on the book club in some time France Fernand's Wretched of the Earth was wow, mightily unpleasant too um, but yeah, difficult, wow we could have been reading something way way better but anyway, uh, we should be here next week, we're over the halfway point so each week we're a little bit closer to the finish line Hopefully, uh, he'll get to maybe food at some point and have some details that are helpful. I won't hold my breath. Uh, did any other folks, anything else they wanted to get in? Great. Man, not enjoying it at all, but uh, I think I think it was Irie. I mentioned her before. She'll get two mentions. Uh, that, hey, at least... There's an audio uh, archive of the text. Uh, some people had not read this book before. Uh, maybe you'll be inspired to read it on your own. Uh, it might not be as fun uh, hearing Gusty read it since I despise the book and that energy is going to be there with my narration. So it might not be as fun. But at minimum, that does exist. There was not audio reading uh, the book before. So at least that does exist. People can, you know hear what Dr. Uh, Africa had to write um, yeah for one of his more well known texts also uh, African Holistic Health which I'm told does have more specifics but I am super jaded on the author he has lots of books this will be my first and last uh, we'll be here tomorrow oh man <laughs> on to much better top throwing this out of my room alright uh, so we'll be here <clears throat> very active on our counter-racist grind uh, for the rest of the week, maybe the rest of the month, still doing much better work than the White House and many other outlets with regards to coronavirus resources, this book notwithstanding. We will be here tomorrow, normal time for Workplace Racism, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We will be back for a second program. Uh, it'll be at midnight, so technically that's Saturday. But midnight tomorrow, uh, or so Friday, right? Technically going into Saturday, midnight, 24 hours from now, uh, we'll have our Black Male in China back on the program. Uh, it's kind of a task to coordinate pro uh, programs with him because it's it's like a 15-hour time difference. So let's see if I'm intelligent enough. Uh, right now, in China. It is 10.30, I believe. So for me currently, it is 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, Washington State, uh, for our guest for midnight <laughs> Saturday morning. Um, it is Friday, 
10.30 a.m. That's what I mean about the, the massive time difference. Like, it's kind of challenging to get a time we get. But this is a spot where it starts to be, hey, it's not too late, even though people on the East Coast, it is a little bit late, but it's a Friday night, so people might be a little bit more able, willing to be up a little bit later. It is getting a little bit late on the East Coast, but it's only, you know, 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock out here, and it's early morning Saturday, or early morning Friday now, but for him, it'll be early morning Saturday, uh, or late morning, I mean, by 10.30, that's late morning. But uh, make sure you get it correct. Uh, we will have two programs on Friday. Uh, we'll have Neutralizing Workplace Racism, Normal Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, and then once that program is done, we'll come back in approximately an hour and we'll have the black male in China. He'll be back on. We'll discuss uh, the abuse uh, of African students, uh, migrants. We talked about that before, and that's come back up in the news. They've even put some legislation in place. Uh, we'll talk about you know how things have changed dramatically uh, since he was with us about a month ago uh, both here in the states uh, and around the world some of his thoughts uh, on the impact on black people but that'll be uh, about 24 hours from now after workplace racism on Friday Saturday we'll have our compensatory call in 9pm Eastern 6pm Pacific Sunday we'll have our global Sunday talk on racism uh, spoke to our folks around the globe. Looking forward to it. Hopefully there will be no glitches. We'll be here 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific this coming Sunday. Uh, man, excited. Uh, this is white supremacy racism is a global problem. Uh, this health crisis uh, is certainly global. Uh, so to just to try to make sense, I know, you know, there's so many questions and confusion and suspicion. Uh, I feel like if we're able to talk to more folks in different parts of the globe, that will help us uh, make better sense, hopefully make more logical, informed choices uh, to keep ourselves safe. Uh, best way to proceed. Uh, so that's Sunday, Global Sunday Talk on Racism, 3 Eastern, 12 noon Pacific. And we should have... Uh, Marquise Treve, uh, he was with us in 2017. Uh, he operates the blog Black Women in Brazil. He should be on the program this Tuesday, and I think that'll also be at a slightly odd time, uh, like seven, uh, I think. I think, or excuse me, the correct. It'll be 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, uh, if I recall correctly. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, if my memory is accurate. Uh, he should be with us from Brazil. Uh, I mentioned Brazil already. So-called hotspot viruses, apparently lots of new cases and deaths being reported in Brazil. Uh, lots of black people in that area, and they've said the same thing, that they're going to take a heavy toll. Uh, for a lot of the same reasons here in the States. I uh, thought it would be good to talk to some folks down in that area, especially folks who already talk about white supremacy racism and have been with us before. So uh, Marquise Treve should be with us this coming uh, Tuesday. Super uh, excited. As I said, global context of white supremacy. Uh, we've had folks from around the globe with us throughout our history, and uh, I just am excited to be able to continue that legacy during a really important period of time. So stay tuned. Just some of the irregular program times. If you want to make sure you are current and up to date, uh, you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash RWSWJ, and you'll see the events. 
uh, posted with the times and all that. There will be irregular times for a lot of our guests coming up just because they're around the world. Uh, but the events should be posted and they'll be in the archives. So even if you do get confused and, you know, oh, man, it was on a 12 or oh, man, it was on in the evening. Like, dang, I didn't know should be in the archives. So you'll be able to go back. But I'd say if you can. Uh, if you are working from home or whatever, some of the programs over the weekend, if you are able to call in, I would say take advantage. Just, you know, get an opportunity to actually talk to somebody who's in China. They went through the quarantine, get their thoughts. Same thing. Get an opportunity to talk to some of the folks that are in Austria, the United Kingdom, Brazil. Take advantage. How often, you know, do you get that chance directly uh, to study about white supremacy, racism, global system hearing from people who are thousands of miles away uh, and just seeing some of the little differences and similarities anywho uh, give out that details again tomorrow neutralizing workplace racism first up 8pm eastern 5pm pacific Friday evening much obliged to the folks uh, who participated hope it was worthy of your Thursday evening even though I was super dissatisfied about having to read the text at all we will continue on. Uh, hopefully it'll get better as we go or at minimum uh, we will kind of be going downhill so we'll be able to get through it efficiently and be done with it. Uh, sobriety would be best under conditions of white supremacy. Uh, that certainly would be a part of us uh, making correct nutritional choices. In addition to being sober, let's be buckled. Again, we shouldn't be going a whole lot of places, man. I got a cost of just going to check my mailbox. It was a... Uh, attempted black family in North Carolina they were uh, accosted in their residence uh, this mob of white racists like stormed the house and demanded to come inside we're asking them all these questions and things like it's tons of reports of black people being accosted who they weren't even out and about they were at their residence so you add to that these you know bands of armed racists who are mad and protesting or just you know taking advantage of the opportunity to be able to go out and brandish their firearms. Uh, I don't think this is a time that you just want to be joy riding willy nilly uh, about hanging out. Uh, I'd be strategic if you got to go to work or if you need to get supplies yourself, your family, whatever you need to do, do that. That's what I mean about strategic. It would be, I've already got my plan. I'm going a B and C and then boom, I'm back to the house. Like not a whole lot of running around. I got, you know, if you got to have your essential worker paperwork, mask, gloves, whatever else you need, hand sanitizer, bar soap, fine. Uh, but we're not just hanging out. Uh, it's dangerous times in the system of racism, white supremacy. The sickness is white supremacy. Uh, so if you do go out, you're still buckled up, passenger or driver, uh, and you're sober, you're buckled, you're not on the cell phone. We had our Bay Area mom. She had her headset and everything. Intelligent. Safety. We're not on the cell phone. We don't want any goofy reasons uh, for race soldiers uh, to have to come and intercept. Ask us a whole lot of questions. Where's your mask? Are you an essential worker? What do you do? I mean, we can minimize that as best we can. No cell phone while driving. With that, creator, we ask that you help us minimize anti-blackness how about that no name calling have some empathy I saw a report I'm going to mention this on the compensatory call in but it was a different report of a black family uh, it was a black mom black father attempted and they had two children small children like younger than three these two children and they were being terrorized uh, by some armed race soldiers and there was like no sympathy at all 
racists are most to blame for that. No, the same way Dr. Africa wrote about the black males who are being in a tragic arrangement. No sympathy at all. They're cowards and Negroes and blah, blah, blah. Uh, that was the same way that people talked about this family who was being terrorized. No sympathy at all. They're, you know, no count, no good Negroes. <laughs> it's like, wow, they didn't just being terrorized. Uh, anti-blackness, there is nothing. There's no benefit uh, to name calling other victims of racism. It's not going to help us solve any problems. It is of no constructive value at all. Not having sympathy and just looking to fault find and criticize victims uh, who have been mistreated, particularly when they have been mistreated. And the first instinct or reaction is a criticism of that victim uh, and to find a reason to blame them for why they were mistreated. Like, wow, that is the success of racism, white supremacy. Cal signing out. We'll have more to say on that this weekend. But for now, Cal signing out. Much obliged for everyone tuning in. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Cal signing out. Thanks all for tuning in. Nigga, you so brainwashed. I'm a victim, What's your brother. Problem? You're a victim. Man, I'm a up. victim of 400 years of conditioning. Shut up. The man has programmed my conditioning. Mm-hmm. Even my conditioning has been conditioned. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.